Hi, I'm Jesse Crookshank. Jesse Crookshank. I host the number one comedy podcast called Phone a Friend. Girl, let's phone a friend. Not only do I break down the biggest stories in pop culture with guests like Dan Levy and members of InSync, I do it with my own personal boy band singing jingles throughout because it's my show. It's your show, girl. New episodes of Phone a Friend. Yeah. Drop Thursdays wherever you get your podcasts. So work it, girl. Yeah, work it. Okay, that's enough. From the Kiss 92.5 studios in Toronto, Canada. Oh, you. Okay, so the Godzilla challenge is not to destroy a city. Mm. <laughs> the tiny little arms. Uh, the Godzilla challenge is uh, is Eminem, and I had no idea. Like I knew Eminem rap fast, right? And then when this came out, it didn't really hit me just like how fast he could spit lines. You know what I'm yeah. saying? But I guess, so the challenge is what? Explain this to me now. They have to, he, so people have to do that one verse in that Eminem track. From the Godzilla song, yeah. From the Godzilla song in the amount of time that Eminem did it. Which is like 30 seconds, 34 <laughs> seconds to be exact. Can you play it for people real quick? Dealing with the venom and eliminate him. Other words, I'm enemy. I don't want to hurt him, but I did him in a federation. I'm blurring again. Nobody will evade him. Everybody's in a league obliterating. Everything is generated. Renegade him. Hit him. Anybody who wanted with the pen and frame. Don't nobody want it, but they're going to get it anyway. I'm beginning to feel like I'm mentally ill. I'm a killer. Kill be killed. I'm a killer. Be the vanilla gorilla. You bring in a killer within me. Out of me. You don't want to be the enemy of the demon who enemy. I'm being receiving enemy. What stupidity it'd be? Every bit of me's the epitome of a spitter when I'm in the vicinity. You better duck or you finna be dead the minute you're an enemy. 100% of you is a fifth of a percent of me. I'm not the fucking bitch. You bitch. I'm available. You want to battle? I'm available. I'm blowing up like an inflatable. I'm unavailable. I'm unavoidable. I'm unavailable. I'm unavailable. I got a trailer full of money and I'm painful. I'm not afraid of Man, stop. Woo! Look what I'm cleaning. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So that, that M got bars, fam. <laughs> so the challenge is hashtag Godzilla challenge. And uh, some people have attempted it. Actually, lots of people have attempted it. Some better than others. Filling with the minimal enemy. I know what the minimum. I don't want to hurt him, but I am thinning with racial murder and getting nobody will evade him. Filling me cool and top of the so damn it Maury, the lyrics are on the sheet in front of you and uh you now have uh two minutes almost three minutes to go and study and oh. we're gonna come back take a look at them quickly can i okay so fill them with the venom and eliminate them other words i'm i minute made them Oh my God, you already screwed up on like the fifth word. <laughs> I don't want to hurt him, but I did him in a fit of rage. Okay, keep reading. Keep reading. You got 
what, now almost three minutes. Less than three again. minutes. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Okay, so the Godzilla challenge. Uh, Eminem's Godzilla, and that one verse where he just, how many words is it, Mocha? Did you do a word count? Yeah. Officially, in the 34 seconds that M's rhyming, yeah. 223 words. 223 words in 30 seconds. <laughs> Dealing with the venom and eliminate him. Other words, I'm intimate. I don't want to hurt him, but I did him in a fitter rage. I'm murdered again. Nobody will evade him. Feeling like you're limited. Everybody's in a league obliterating. Everything is iterated. Renegade him. Hit him. Make anybody who wanted with the pen and frame. Don't nobody want it, but they're going to get it anyway. I'm beginning to feel like I'm mentally ill. I'm a killer. Be killer. Be killer. Be killer. Be the vanilla gorilla. You're bringing the killer within me out of me. You don't want to be the enemy of the demon who enemy. I'm being perceived enemy. What's stupidity? It'd be every bit of me. The epitome of a spitter when I'm in the vicinity. You better duck or you finna be dead the minute you're an enemy. 100% of you was a fifth of a percent of me. I'm not the fucking fittest. You bitch, I'm available. You want to battle? I'm available. I'm blowing up like an inflatable. I'm undebatable. I'm unavoidable. I'm unevadable. I'm on the toilet bowl. I got a trailer full of money and I'm painful. I'm not afraid to pull them. Man, stop. I'm watching Maury follow along like, on his on his on his on his lyric along. sheet on his lyric sheet, and he can't. <laughs> <It's too fast. laughs> okay, so Maury, you've had the lyric sheet now. You've studied up. Yeah, but the problem is I was studying in my the problem is I was studying in my head normal read. What do you mean? Like I was trying to learn the words first. Yeah, yeah you learn the words and then you just say them fast. That's the problem. Well, okay, but that's okay. not my problem. That's a you problem. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the uh, the hashtag Godzilla challenge. Uh, Mocha, do you have a track there? Like, do you have the the actual like? Do you have a backing track for more? Yes. Okay. Can I wipe my hands? Are we going? What do you mean? Are we going? Oh, I need like like I thought there was gonna be like a three, two, one. Okay. Okay, hold on. <laughs> three, two, one. Fill him with the venom. No, fill him with the venom and illuminate him. Other words, I minimate him. I don't want to hurt him, but I did a fit of rage. I no, I got okay. Hold on again. The problem is, is my hands are shaking. I'm holding okay. the paper. My hands uh-huh. are shaking. Okay. Oh, oh, okay. that okay. might be the problem. Okay, so put the paper down. <laughs> You sound like Godzilla. <laughs> you know what I mean? Listen, this is a real Godzilla challenge. I challenge anybody to make that sound out of their body. Okay? We're going to do our own Godzilla challenge. You you're going yeah. to do the Eminem Godzilla challenge, and then I challenge anybody watching this right now or listening to this right now to do a video with that sound coming naturally out of a human body. Bro, that was two sounds at the same time. It really did sound like Godzilla. Okay, everyone, okay. focus. We're going to do this okay. right. Okay. okay, are you ready, oh, Mark? Okay, yeah. Oh, I forgot we were going to do it right. Okay. <laughs> do you hear that? Yeah. <laughs> okay, can you give me three to one? Okay, three, okay. two, one. Go. Fill him with the venom and eliminate him. In other words, I minimate him. I don't want to hurt him, but I did want to fill him with rage. Mur- murder him again. Nobody's a venom. Fill him and uh, dump him on the bodies uh-huh. of the lake. Other bitch with everything. Incarcerating renegade. I'm here to make everybody want to uh, pain afraid. Uh, but I nobody I, uh, wanted. But there's going to be anyways. Because I'm afraid. But I, I, I'm mentally ill. <laughs> <laughs> Really not. Really not. Mori started flapping his arms just now like he was about to fly away. Like baby bird. Okay, ready? Hold on, wait a second, wait a second. How many times are you going to try and get to do this now? Until I'm right. Oh, oh. Oh, Just keep going until you're right. Okay, one last time. Okay, Mocha's going to count you in. This is the Godzilla challenge. Okay, Mocha's going (laughs) to... Okay. Mocha's going to count you in and then it's off to the races, okay? Yeah. In three, two... One. Fill him with a venom, eliminate him. In other words, I minimate him. I don't want to hurt him. I do it. Fill the rage. Um, Dumping bodies on the lake. Other bitches incarcerated, renegade. I'm here to make every who wants it pen afraid, but I don't want it. Nobody um, want it, but there's going to be get him anyway. Uh, Atlanta. I'm a killer. 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 I'm a killer bee. Venom okay. rage. Good. Good. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> My wedding ring went flying. <laughs> Not the first time that's happened. <laughs> 
Why did Green just come flying? I don't out? know where it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's on the floor, way over there. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, Notice how he's in no rush to go pick up his I wedding ring. At all. So <laughs> natural too. <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. What a terrible question this was. You know, every now and then you get a "Would you rather?" Yeah. Or like a "Would you do this for this?" Yeah. Let me read you this one. Uh, first of all, I was watching. Um, what did we watch the other night? To all the boys I loved before, mm-hmm. and then we watched part two. Uh, to all the boys, P.S. I still love you. Um, with Roxy, and she asked uh, her best friend this question, Laura Jean, in the movie, which was, <laughs> "Would you rather drink water for the rest of your life, or everything you did drink for the rest of your life would have a little bit of pee in it?" <laughs> Oh, well, that's an obvious can one. You, can you taste the pee? <laughs> What's that? No, it's just a little bit of pee. Like you would know there's a little... My pee or somebody else's just pee? Just pee. Who would ever say that? <sighs> so, and just a little bit, like just a little bit of pee. You would always know that everything you drank would have a little bit of pee in it. <laughs> oh, but then you could still have wine. No. Because there'd be a little bit of pee in it. Yes. Right? Otherwise, I mean, you can never Only won. water or everything else you drank for the rest of your life would always have a little bit of pee in it. Because <laughs> if I you would... have sangria and wine, the alcohol, in theory, would make the pee okay. Sure, but it's everything, though. Unless you plan on drinking wine for the rest of your life. Maureen becoming one of those. Great gardens. <laughs> <laughs> Great movie. I'm going to go with water. You're going to? Really? I have oh, to. 100% no I would take a little bit of pee in everything else I drank. No, the reason why I ask is... I asked earlier about yeah. if it's your own pee or if it's somebody else's pee. Just pee. Right? Yeah. It's just pee. Yeah. yeah. So that could also mean... Let's say somebody else's pee. Let's say it's always somebody else's pee. Human being or could it be animals No, a too? human being. A human being. Human pee. Yeah. So like, I don't know if that other person is sick and if they are sick, if it's like a contagious Let's just bacteria. say it's pee. Okay. Just pee. I'm going to the extreme. I know, but let's just say it's just pee. Just healthy you, pee. You're, you're, yeah, healthy pee. Oh, pff, I'm taking drinking anything else. <laughs> okay. Give me that pee. Okay. Where to straw at? <laughs> That's what I said. Who would choose yeah. water? I would drink a little pee always. Yeah, sure. You know what I mean? Even if I had to administer it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like a little drop, like yeah, a little squirt. Like if I, exactly. Like, like if, if everything I drank, right? If I chose pee. <laughs> Right. If I chose pee, thank you, Laura Jean, by the way, from uh, to all the boys I love before. This is a great question. Uh, like, if I chose pee, uh-huh. and then so if everything I drank came with a tiny little vial, like I was addicted to stevia, like those weirdos. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> Which is disgusting, by the way. Uh, but if I, but if it came with a little vial, right, and I had to administer the little bit of pee and everything I drank, I would do it. Yeah. Yeah. Same. Yeah, I might even do the pee on its own just so I could enjoy a drink without huh. pee. Like, I might make the sacrifice to <laughs> treat it like oil of oregano and just put it under my tongue. Uh, <laughs> like, ah, it burns. Don't worry. It'll only last two so, minutes. More, you're going with? Oh, definitely pee. Oh, definitely pee. Yeah, definitely okay. pee. Yeah, for just sure. Switch it around. Mm, this yeah. is anyway, so what I was getting to is they asked a bunch of people, uh, would you take a 50-50 shot at five million or death? But you have to keep in mind that there's still that chance that you could die. Yeah, 50%. <laughs> you understand what 50 50 means? No, I totally get that. That's half a chance at dying. No, it's, it's not. No. <laughs> no, like half the all the chances. Okay, it's half of one chance. It's a 50 50 shot yeah. at 5 million or death. No, I wouldn't do it. You would not, huh? No. 
Because if you don't get the 50 million... Yeah, then you're dead. I know, and okay. that's bad. Okay. So it was, this was huge on Reddit, and there was tons of people saying that the shot at the money is worth the 50% shot at death. Those are people who must live very sad lives. <laughs> yeah, who drink pee with everything. <laughs> yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Hey, it's Roz and Mocha. Hey, Mocha. How's it going? Good, buddy. How are you? I'm good. Just wanted to call and give you guys a shout out. For, thanks for making my mornings every day. I just started listening to a radio station about a month ago. Oh, wow. Damn, what's your name? It's Amir. How yeah. did you uh, discover the Razamoga show? Because we've been on the radio together now for over 10 years. My whole life, I've been working afternoon shifts, right? So for me to, like, you know, for like six, seven years. So now that I'm working morning shift, I always turn the radio on and go to work because I start at 9 a.m. Did you know that we have a podcast, too? Yeah, I know that. But oh, okay. I, I it. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah no, 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 just saying, like, if you need to get caught up on anything yeah. from the show, we have, like, a hundred and something, yeah. we're approaching 140 episodes oh, wow. on uh, on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Frequency Podcast Network, like, it's, the podcast is everywhere. Oh, wow, man, that's amazing. Yeah, treat the podcast like going to the library. It's like you start listening to the show on the radio and you're brand new to it and you're sort of wondering the history of you know certain things and yeah. why, how we got to this place. Uh, just go and study every now and then. You know, just download a podcast and you'll and you'll get yeah. the education you need. Well, well, a couple of times last year, I, I was like, you know, listening to ninety two point five two, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but I actually got into it actually like a month ago, like when I started listening to a lot. So I've heard you guys before in the past. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So it's not like it's new to me, right? Yeah. Oh, okay. What do you do for a living? Oh, for me, I work at Bombardier. Oh, you do? So right now my shift doesn't start until 9 a.m., so I'm just at home. Uh, you don't work very hard, though, huh? I think we're still really? missing some streetcars and planes, aren't we? Uh, well, I'm working on the planes. I'm so just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm so kidding. Bro. <laughs> aren't you guys like? Aren't you guys like way behind? Like, what's that like? Like, don't you owe people like seventy five jets? Yeah, we do. Oh my god, man! You know how many people have told me that? I'm like, what can I do, man? At least I'm getting paid, right? Yeah, no, I hear you, man. Listen, yeah, you do. You go in and do your job, and you just you crush it. But you know, man, I don't know if I could work for for a company that owed people that much. You know, like, yeah. just too much pressure for me. I couldn't go in there every day. When the product that you owe is like a jet. Yeah, no. I'm not paying the money, right? No, exactly. <laughs> All right, Umer, uh, thank you very much for checking in. Welcome to the Raz and Mocha show. Uh, even you. though it's only been a month between Raz and Mocha, who's your favorite? Oh, that's easy. Oh. It's Comb Over Ross. Oh. <laughs> Shut up, man. Home over Ross! Wow. (laughs) You're a brand new listener, and that conversation happened, what, like last week or two weeks ago? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, bro. Not cool. (laughs) Jet black comb over. If anyone needs reference, I believe that was on uh, like two or three weeks ago uh, podcast. You don't have have to go to the library to to read up on that one, though, okay? (laughs) All right. Yo, Umer, much love, bro. Thank you so much. No worries, bud. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Uh, there's an L.A. company that will clone your dog, your cat, or your ho- horse. Uh, this is for pet owners who have a hard time <laughs> letting <what>? go. <laughs> your, your horse, I said, you jackass. All right. Listen, I don't know man. how many people they want to clone their hose. There's too many secrets out there, bro. <laughs> Okay, so for pet owners who just can't let go, Viagen can provide an invaluable service for cloning a beloved dog, cat, or even your hoe, your horse. 
the clone pet will share the same genetic identity and attributes as the donor. Quote, they have the same personality. Uh-huh. They play the same. Uh-huh. Oh, no. <laughs> and, they, and they favor the same toys. <laughs> we still talk about pets, right? Yes. <laughs> Uh, the price on their website to clone your horse or your dog or your cat is uh, 50 grand. Okay. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Discover Trends has family collection hotels in nine sun destinations. Now, this collection features hotels offering special family perks such as solo parent options, extended kids club hours, so parents, you can enjoy a romantic dinner on the beach. Also, let's not forget the amount of resorts where kids stay and eat for free. That's a big deal. It's huge. Uh, Plus, Air Transat has kids club that makes uh, flying fun and so much easier for everybody. All you got to do is sign your kid up if they are between the ages of 2 and 11. It's free. Uh, you get that dedicated family check-in counter at the airport priority boarding and onboard surprises. Go to airtransat.com for all the info. Surprise! This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Something we've talked about for years on this show. Maury, hello. Hi, how are you, buddy? Okay. Uh, that we've talked about for years on this show was the idea that Dammit Maury and his husband, Dammit Matthew, were going to one day get a dog. And how long have you and Matthew been talking about getting a dog? 12 years. Wow. We have at home. No, no, no. The question... I think it should be rephrased, which is, how many years has Dammit Matthew denied getting a dog? 12 years. Right. Okay. 12 years. years. We have a paper dog that was a gift from Mocha that sits by the couch. But he tortures, but Matthew tortures you because over the years, as we've gone into such great detail on this show, your husband will give you gifts for like Valentine's Day and Christmas and everything else. Like he'll give you little dog things over the years, but then still say no to getting a dog. Like he gave you a bowl. A bowl, a Toronto Blue Jays little hat, a toy. A leash. Yeah, a leash. Um, and oh, didn't Matthew this past Christmas get like a stocking made with the dog's potential name? <laughs> that's right. That's right. Yeah. You guys yeah. named the dog that you never that you don't have. That's right, Andy Monroe. Andy, based off of Andy Warhol and Marilyn Monroe. Thank you. So this has been going on. We've been doing this show for ten years. Maury's been talking about it for ten. Matthew's been giving him gifts for years, and yet no dog. So Maury. If you would please reveal to everyone listening right now what is happening on Friday. Matthew and I are picking up our new puppy. <laughs> That's the first time I'll I've clap, said I'll that. Clap oh for my that. God. That's the first time I've said I'll that. Clap. What kind of dog is he? It's an Aussie doodle, and I'm thrilled the Razamoka show fan, Sarah, from uh, Daisy's Poodle Doodles, heard sure. that we wanted this, and she yeah. reached out and was a dream maker. Okay. <laughs> dream maker. So now Good they're girl. in the process. Like, Maury had to buy a crate. He's getting all bougie, like, bespoke custom things, by the way. Oh uh, so you can't a, afford it. Exactly. How much have you spent on the dog that you don't have yet? Dude, like $500. We oh. bought a fake Fendi sweater. Right. Okay. Oh. What's what's the what's the dog's Instagram handle? At Andy Monroe. Right. Okay. Oh my God. Again, one of those. again, they don't have the dog yet. Oh, right? No. So one of the things that you have to do is they the, the breeder will ask the owners, hey, listen, bring us a blanket that smells like the two of you. Sure. And then that way we can put the blanket in the crate and then Andy Monroe for a couple of weeks can sleep in your scent. Did you guys do that? We tried. Oh. (laughs) Every time I get up from the couch, you can't take the blanket and put it on you. 
Maury, you're with the f***ing blanket all day. Yes, but it needs to be so both of our sense. a chance. Both of our sense on it. I see what no. you're doing. You're conspiring to put your <laughs> sense on the blanket more. No, it needs more of me because you're with the blanket all day. At least, you know, give me a chance. Like The point is the both of our sense ought to me. be on the blanket. Great. And if when I get up from the couch, if you're like literally rubbing it on your skin. I'm not rubbing I'm lying with it. Yeah, all over your neck and your body. Yes, so can like know who I am. Give me the damn no. blanket. Give me the damn blanket. <laughs> Give me the blanket. I want There's my like sense. No, but he's going to like you more and that's not fair. Like the whole point of the dog is for him to be my friend. I'm daddy number one then. Yeah. Fine, wow. you can be daddy number one. <laughs> wow. But who's daddy and who's dad? Who's papa? Who's daddy? Oh, God. You're definitely papa, not me. Can you give me the blanket? You're going to rip it. Stop. Well, I don't understand. Can you at least give me First the corner? This blanket is the size of a duvet. Like, I don't know how big you bought this blanket. Can we at least both get under it then? No. Ow, that's my nipple. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Come on, man. This isn't fair. You have been cuddling with the blanket all day. I just got home. I would like some time with the blanket so that he can smell me and have me on the blanket and love me. You never thought I would be a daddy. Oh, damn. That dog's not going to survive the weekend in that condo, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Uh, Damon Warren and his husband, Damon Matthew, are getting their dog on Friday. Finally. Yay! This is something we've been talking about for eight years now that they've been discussing for how long? Twelve. Twelve. It's finally happening. And it's... The dog has its own Instagram already that has over a thousand followers. They don't even have the dog yet. Mm. And Maury's been having conversations with his own father as if Maury is about to become a father himself. <laughs> because we're huh? like fur babies as we are. Fur babies. God, don't say that. Uh, so what was the conversation with your dad like when you told him that you were getting a dog? Better than I could ever imagine. Why? What happened? Like, right away he just said, oh my God, I'm going to be a grandfather. <laughs> Stop it. He did not say that. Yeah. Did he really? Yeah, he did. Oh. And um, my stepmom, Donna, said, you know, are we going to call me Nana? Or, you know, like, what are we calling? Like, they're taking it like, th like there's no other option they, for grandchildren. Sure? They, this is it. But are they goofing on you, though? No. They're dog people. So, like, this is a big deal. Right. You know, and their what do you dog... mean there's no other option for grandchildren? Well, because we're not going to adopt, like, this... But like... you have two younger brothers. You have two younger brothers. Oh, yeah, there's that. <laughs> there's no other option. Did you forget you have brothers? No, I just forgot that they could <laughs> multiply. Yeah, okay. So, anyway, so go on. So, like, you know, they, uh, when I was over at the house on the weekend, they're preparing their dog, Ginger. You're going to be an, you know, you're going to be an aunt, like... This is this is a big deal. Okay, and so what happened? Your dad, my wrote, dad you, sent me your dad a, sent a you a text, and Maury said that he hasn't yet opened it because he didn't know how emotional it was going to be. And so I said, "Hey, Maury, why don't we just do this now then?" And when did he send you this text? Yesterday. Yesterday, Maury has not even opened it yet. I'm not ready. Okay, are you ready now? Yeah, let's go for it. Okay, do you need a second with it before you read it out loud, or like, do you need to proofread it first, or you no, just no, want to no, go let's for do it? it. Okay. You ready? This is from your dad. This is from Frank. About you uh, uh, getting a dog. That's right. Little Andy Monroe. Oh, okay. Okay. Here we go. A time to celebrate. Wow. Look at you guys taking on a little baby. I mean puppy. Really, it is raising a new life with his own personality. And I guess he is my first grandson. You guys are going to have... Sorry. Go on. 
you guys are going to have a lot of fun and enjoyment. Anyways, have a good time creating enjoyable new memories. Muzzle Tov, Dad, a.k.a. Grandpa. <laughs> okay. You okay? You okay? <laughs> yeah, right? Sorry, what? You know what? I never... You never thought I'd hear him say that. Which part? Grandfather. So what are you going to write him back? What do you say to that? I don't know. Um, I guess... I'm just so excited. It's like, oh my God. Take your time. Because Andy's my son. I just want to be a good dad. <laughs> oh. Right. It's so real now. <laughs> it's funny to me, and I'm not goofing on you more. But, like, I'm so touched by all of this. But then there's the other half of me that is, like, what like what I would normally say to somebody who looked at me that they were getting a dog and referred to the dog as their son. Like, that's the part that I'm fighting for. Like, this is an incredibly tender moment. And, like, man, you have that relationship with your dad. And don't get me wrong, that, like, kills me. I would kill for that relationship with Matthew my Matthew even wrote on Andy's dad. Instagram that he also... Runs and Matthew commented, "Hi, son." <laughs> On a post that he created, yeah. Okay. okay. No, what well, he didn't create, Andy Monroe creates. Andy Monroe's oh, right. sorry Instagram page. Okay, so, yeah, what so would then you... he logged out of Andy's and logged in as his, and then went back to Andy's and said, "Hi, son." <laughs> this is going to be this interesting. Is... <laughs> they don't even have the dog yet. Hey, kiss. It's Raza Mocha. What do you want to say? Good man, that was a, such a touching story. I, I, I had to agree with Roz. I, I wasn't sure whether I was going to laugh or cry. <laughs> uh-huh. The Academy Award goes to David Maury. <laughs> Hold on. Do you think Maury's faking? I don't know, man. That was... Maury, come in here. Oh, uh, do people think... What are the texts saying? Do people think he's faking? What are you they saying? You don't want me to read the text. Read the text. Can Maury ever be real? This is so fake. Oh, my God. I will tell you right now. I've seen Maury cry a lot. I've never seen Maury cry like that. I've never seen Maury cry like this about his own father. And Maury's cried on the show about his own father. I, I've i never seen Maury. I can tell you, I will stick up for Maury right now, that those were not fake tears. Somebody else wrote and said, uh, I'm crying here with Maury. I'm so happy for him and his husband. Okay. Somebody else wrote, OMG, who's cutting onions in here? So you do have people who are <laughs> Look, crying along with you, Maury. Like, all seriousness, like, my dad. <laughs> now it's an all seriousness? <laughs> <laughs> in all seriousness, your like, dad was. I, like, my dad and, like, I love the man. Like, he and I are, like, friends. Like, he's had yes. heart issues. Like, right. I didn't think he'd ever live to see the day when he had a grandson doggy. Okay. Like, again, this is like, I'm with you, I'm with you, I'm with you. Until the point where you start calling the dog your son. We At our home, we call him our son. That's so wild to me. It's so wild. But what's wrong with calling it a dog? Why can't it just be your dog? Because I Why does it have to, treat, to be your son? Like, I want to treat him like the son we never had. 
Like I want to believe but that why he not under- just but why not just have a dog? No, but I, I want to believe that he's like he understands us and that he's gonna be a part of our, our from this moment on, all of our memories will include yeah, him. as a dog. No. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the call. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hi, it's Roz and Mocha. Hi. Hey. I really don't think that damn it Maury is faking it. I really can't see him faking that one. Like it really sounded genuine. And you know what? Like I no, I don't have a dog, so I I would kind of be with you guys. Like I'm like I don't call it my child or anything like that. But my mom will refer to her dog as my brother and be like, make sure you call your brother on his birthday. And I'm like, oh my God. Like, yeah. Yeah. My, my, I see when she does that. Yeah. My mom, my brother tells this story all the time. Uh, my mom had a dog and uh, we had dogs growing up, but then she had, she had a dog and it was, I don't even know. It was like a Christmas or Thanksgiving or something like that. Right. Yeah. Where there was a full Turkey dinner that was happening and the, the the sort of normal routine was on these special occasions when the family would get together, uh, the dog would always get a little bit of something at the end, right? Because yeah. oh, it's nice sure. and, and you do that. And I remember that year my brother was, uh, my mom had asked my brother to put just like some stuff in the in the dog's bowl for, uh, for it. So when we were all cleaning up. And so my brother does it. And then my mom like reamed out my brother. For what? Not giving the dog any of the leftover white meat. He only gave the dog. The, he only gave the dog the brown meat. <laughs> Not the premium. Not stuff. the premium stuff. Yeah, and my brother got my brother got in so much trouble because oh, no. he didn't because he didn't he didn't because he didn't think the dog was worth uh, worthy of the white meat. Yeah, but like the dog knew the difference. <laughs> but my, my mom, mom knew the difference. Like that's the thing is that my mom took such offense to the fact that my brother didn't give the dog any white meat and only gave the dog the. The, the dark meat scraps that she was pissed. I tell my mom not to feed her dog, uh, aka my little brother, yeah. uh, human food all the time. But like, even when she go, let's say they go on vacation and they know that they're going to be leaving him with someone else, and she feels bad, they'll go on like an A and W day and she'll buy him like a Papa Burger. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Exactly what I told me not to do. But no, I don't even have a dog, and I'm going to get one. Yeah, and I already have like names. I'm already ready to like make all my sweaters dog size so then we can have matching sweaters. Wow. Like, yeah. yeah. Go so. for it. But it's still a dog, though. But that's the thing. I'm going to call him Tyson. Like, I'm not going to call him my son. Right. Yes, it's a dog. It's not a person. What's your name? Yes. A Pascal. Thank you so much for calling in today. All right. Bye, guys. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show. Podcast. Hey, Christina. It's Roz and Mocha. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. You wrote us this. Uh, hey, Roz and Mocha FML. Uh, my children are and they don't listen ever. Uh, I'll, ask them, I'll ask them to do their homework and they ignore me. I'll ask them to brush their teeth and they ignore me. I'll ask them to clean their rooms and they never do. Razamoka, what advice would you give or how to get them to listen and do what I ask? How, how old are your kids? 10 and 11. Okay. Like they're not small. <laughs> okay, uh, both boys, both girls, one of each? One of each. Do they listen to anybody or do they just not listen to you? Um, they listen to my husband more than me, but they really don't listen to me. Okay, so why is that? I'm too soft. There you go. 
Yeah. What um, does your when your husband asks them to do something? You said that they do it, right? For the most part, yeah. Okay. Is it after one time he asks, or he asks, they muck around, do something else, and then he has to ask again? Uh, sometimes he has to ask again, but not usually. Okay. So when he does have to ask again, what is it? about his technique or him that makes your kids, your 10 and 11-year-old, want to listen to him over you. It's like the fire in his eyes. Mm -hmm. So when you ask (laughs) and they don't do anything, and then you ask again, they don't do anything, do you then just, do you get to a point where you just give up? No, I'll, um, I'll go to the kitchen and I'll get like a big cooking spoon. And I'll show that to them, and then they'll listen. Okay. Um, uh, geez. Often, oftentimes, and not so much when they're like 10 and whatever, most kids will grow out of the a-hole phase, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, but yeah. And, and especially when they're young kids. When you're dealing with like 10 and 11, that's kind of like a danger zone because they're like, you could be an a-hole your whole life if I, don't, yeah. if, I don't, if I don't stop this now. But I will say that so often, and it's not, it's frowned upon to even suggest this because nobody wants to mommy shame or parent shame, but oftentimes, um, a-hole kids have a-hole parents. And then, they're like, no. and then they're like, what's wrong with my kid? And that's very common. I'm not saying you're an a-hole, but... I was going to say. No, but how much of... How <laughs> oh, much, oh, you're going to say what? That you are? I, I, no, are you oh. saying I'm an a-hole? <laughs> no, I don't know if you are or not. I'm just saying that oftentimes a-hole kids have a-hole parents and you got a bunch of a-hole parents standing around going, what's wrong with my kid? I need help. They're broken. Uh, well, because you're an a-hole. You raised a-holes. Now, now the, the thing with all of this is they just, they don't respect you, mm-hmm. right? They, yeah. they yep. don't look at you as any sort of authority figure and you've allowed this to happen. And when you're uh-huh. dealing with a 10 and 11 year old, you've allowed this to happen for years. I think it's their generation too. Not it's not their generation. Generation. It's their generation. It's their mom. Wow. What do you not do? Like when you're in these situations, right? And, and especially when they were younger, because you know, oftentimes what will happen is two parents, one will be the good cop, one will be the bad cop. And I'll tell you, being, yeah. the good, being the good cop feels real good. You know what I mean? Like nobody wants to be the bad cop. And if you have the kids that just like run to you and you're the one that fixes everything and then they get in trouble from their dad and you're the one that's like, hey, listen, don't worry about it. I got you. And then the kid gives you the big hug, right? Unfortunately, you wind up being you when you have an 11 year old. Yeah, yeah. Is that yeah. you? Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Like you've, you've allowed you've allowed this to happen, and I don't mean that in any sort of like disparaging, you know, shamey way. But when you build that dynamic, this is what happens. And then yes, then the generational thing comes in, where everybody is. They start getting cool, and they start getting snarky, yeah. and they start testing yeah. boundaries, and they yeah. start testing all this other stuff, right? And yeah. so what sort of punishment do you dole out to the kids or have you over the years? I'll take away electronics, like for, video games. and well, For like how long though? It, the weekend or the week, it all depends. Now, what kind of electronics are we talking here? Well, like PS4 or Switch or that would be my son and my daughter would be the computer or the tablet. You have Wi-Fi in the house, I'm assuming? Yeah. Yeah, yeah you ever, just yeah, turn off the Wi-Fi? Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So what happens when you shut off the Wi-Fi? Oh my God, they go mental. Yeah. And then it's what like happens? The end of the world. Do they do they get their stuff done? Yes. yes okay. So yes. you know what you know what to do. But it's a fight. It's a fight. But guess what? They're not going to win. <laughs> You're right? the parent. They can they can fight you all they want. If you got to shut off that Wi-Fi for a full week, you shut it off. 
Right. Like it's not a negotiation. Yeah, yeah. Like all you need to do is just right. is just put yourself in a position where they can fight with you if they want, right? They mm-hmm. can get the aggression out, they can call you all this stuff, right? They just need to know that even if they do that, they're not going to win. Right, yeah. You know, and I would say too, I would say get your husband in on this because if your husband is sitting there watching your kids disrespect you like that while mm-hmm. sort of respecting him and he doesn't do anything about that, that's a problem too. Yeah, he's usually where if he's there, no. That wouldn't fly, but right. yeah, you for sound, the most part, he's busy. He's okay. working. But you sound like that you have to do a lot of work uh, with the yeah. kids, and sometimes, yeah. sometimes I will like I, I would get it. Mocha gets it. I get it. Every parent listening right now gets it. Sometimes it's just easier to give in than it is to have the yeah. fight. Yeah, yeah, of course. Right. So pick your battles. Pick your battles. Like, what are the things? What are like the the, the three big problems that you have, and just work on those. All the other right. things, who cares? But just like pick your battles and figure out you know what's important to you and what you're willing to shut down, you know? Like, are you willing to shut the Wi-Fi off in the house for a week? I am. Okay. All right. Then do it. Yeah. I just have to follow through. You got to follow through. That's it, okay? You can't let them walk all over you. Stop being a softie. Okay? Because you know you are, Christina. (laughs) Because here's the thing. You can go to the kitchen and get the spoon, Christina, right? But your your kids know that you're not going to beat them to a pulp with a spoon. Right, Zena. So start throwing curveballs their way. Oh, God. You got this. And also tell your husband to not let them gang up on you like this. And when he comes he home just, and yeah. he's tired and he doesn't want to deal with anything, well, guess what? You got to deal with it because a lot went on in this house when you were at work, man. He's usually, uh, the kids are usually sleeping when he comes Wake home, him up. So. Wake yeah. him up. <laughs> wake up the kids? Wake him up. No. Yes, wake him up. Christina, stop being so soft. <laughs> Everything the kids do, even at 10 and 11, okay? Here's what, here's yeah. what, here's what you, they need to have all the time. Consistency all the time with this. Uh, they need to say uh, please and thank you for everything. Yes, yes. I'm try- I've for tried everything. so hard to do that. Or they get yeah. nothing. Yes. Okay. They have to be. They have to be grateful for the things that they have. Yeah. Exactly. So yeah. if they if they don't start showing gratitude, start taking things away. Okay. All right, Christina. Good this. luck. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Right. Thank you so much. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Time for Kids Write Jokes. One of my favorite Twitter accounts, dude, because these jokes submitted by kids around the world are just terrible. Yeah. Uh, they're supposed to be original jokes. When I read them to you, you'll understand why they're original jokes. You'll understand why uh, we find them funny because they're not actually funny. Uh, for example, what do lions eat? Mm. They eat other lions' legs. Right. What? <laughs> why, okay. why are your granny's teeth like stars. Oh, God, why? They are both one and then followed by 23 zeros, years old. <laughs> the man said, would you like some cash? The other man said, no, I want peanuts. <laughs> oh, look, a parrot, a parrot. Where's the parrot? There is no parrot. Oh. That's a joke. Yeah, I gotcha. Uh, there was a woman who wanted a beef kebab, and the girl got her a carton of milk and a chicken kebab. LOL. <laughs> Joke's on you. I love chicken. (laughs) Why can't the banana cross the street? Why? Because there's construction in the middle. (laughs) What is brown and goes to the park? What? A monkey. What do you call the strongest vegetable? What? Muscles. (laughs) (laughs) Not actually a vegetable, but what else? What word has the word lie in it? What? Alien, of course, because scientists are lying about the truth. <laughs> okay, I, I don't actually need an answer from you. Okay, yeah. I'm just going to read this as it was written. Yes. Knock, knock. Knock, knock who? Call again, please. I need to poo. <laughs> 
<laughs> you know where balloons come from? Where? Funny land. <laughs> Again, this one, I don't need an answer, okay? This is just the way it was okay. written in yes. story form. Yes. The person that is telling the joke. Did you see that skunk? The person who you are telling the joke to. I thought it was a butt. You. What's the difference? <laughs> what does Oreo stand for? What? Nothing. It's just the name. <laughs> you can play a piano, but you can't catch a fish. See, I, I understand that joke, but they said it wrong. <laughs> yeah, completely. Yeah. What goes, ha-ha, bonk. What? A man laughing his head off. Oh, God. Okay. Again, these are uh, kids write jokes. Just a couple yeah. more for you. Yeah. What happens when you cross a boat with a goat? What? Floating legs. <laughs> and finally, yeah. the first woman said, I will wear a black dress because my husband's hair is black. The second woman said, same here, I will wear brown. The third woman said, I will not wear a dress because my husband has no hair. Ha 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 ha. <laughs> by the way that joke earlier when the kid was talking about his grandma's teeth uh -huh. uh, a one followed by 24 zeros is a septillion oh. <laughs> man that's old yeah the Roz and mocha show podcast podcast i'm laura palmer host of island crime season six sweethearts is the story of three teenage girls who were all murdered in victoria canada within about 12 months so she was scared something out there scared her you've just created the playground where predators can really thrive she was a 16 year old girl she was a sweetheart listen to sweethearts at frequencypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get podcasts find your frequency there's an anniversary today, Roz. Oh, uh, yeah? And I'm sure a lot of people forgot about it, but you can't necessarily forget about it when I tell you what it is. Okay, hit me. It was 19 years ago today. 19 the, years ago today? The 2001 Grammy Awards. Okay. All right. Eminem scored three awards last night, or that night, mm -hmm. for his Marshall Mathers LP which featured songs Real Slim Shady, Way I Am, and Stan. Mm -hmm. That was the same night that Elton John hopped up on stage mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and surprised everybody by performing Stan right. with Eminem. Anyways, I hope you get this, man. Give me back to the chat. Truly yours, your biggest fan. This is Stan. But you just gotta go of this was because at the time, mm -hmm. remember there was like so many protests happening. People were like boycotting Eminem because they're saying his lyrics were like homophobic yes, yes, and sexist. Yes, yes. And like Glad showed up with like 200 people outside of the Staples Center that night. Yeah, uh, That's where the Grammys were being held back in 2001 and just protesting because they didn't want Eminem to, to, to be there at all and just wanted to make as much noise as possible. Mm -hmm. People were going out to stores, buying his CD, and then like putting it into a pile and like either stomping on them or like burning all the CDs. Yeah. And Eminem, at the time, he said that at that time that he asked Eminem or uh, that he asked Elton John to be part of the performance, he had no idea that Elton John was gay. 
He was like, I liked him. Yeah. I knew of his music and his like status of as this like legend. And I just thought it would be a cool idea to have him on stage. It's interesting because Elton John did this before he did it with Eminem too. So Eminem was being accused of being homophobic and all yeah. this stuff. And years before that, Elton John showed up on stage with Axl Rose when Guns really? N' Roses was big because Axl Rose was being accused of the same thing and Elton John was the one at that time who wow. came to Axl Rose's defense. So like, this is like something that Elton John has done where he's like, that. yeah, because he really defends the artistry and, and, yeah. and Elton John has always been that and he comes from a time where you just say things and um, it's not necessarily reflective of the of the artist and he's really stood up for Eminem like he changed well, the way people the looked at Eminem after that they actually developed a a friendship a good totally, friendship yeah and Eminem's then said how when he was going through like his the the darkest point in his drug addiction yeah that Eminem or that Elton John was yeah. the guy that Eminem would speak to yeah. and help him out through everything. Yeah. But today is the anniversary. It's 19 years ago wow. today at the 2001 Grammy Awards that Eminem and Elton John performed Stan, which is my favorite Eminem song of all time. Uh, they performed that live. Yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Hi, right, it's Roz and Mocha. What's your name? Hey, Adil. What's up, Adil? How's it going? Good, buddy. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I just have a quick question for Roz and Maury. Oh. Uh, I wanted to know what is Super Roz's superpower? Huh? What? Super Roz. From Valentine's Oh, Day Super to Roz get, the, the doll. <sighs> oh, oh, my God. Now we have to explain this? Roz bought me a doll. No. A stop. Doll. Just stop. Let Roz stop. tell the story. I You're stop. a terrible storyteller, Maury. I don't have this in me. Um, Maury First of all, did that's what a... Said. <laughs> <laughs> um, Maury pulled a goof on Valentine's Day and he brought into the studio this big giant box and it was all wrapped up in heart wrapping paper and written on the box it said, To Maury from Roz. And of course, it was not from me. Maury got the box, put the thing in the box, wrapped the box, and was just like, oh my God, Ross got me something for Valentine's Day. And then he opened it, and inside the box, he had a weird little stuffy made that looked sort of like a knockoff Superman, but only on the face part was just a picture of my face screen printed on the Superman doll's body. Yeah. And How much did you pay? Like 40 bucks or something? Roz paid $38. <laughs> $38. Yeah, $38. Plus shipping? Or that was free shipping? Oh, no. Plus shipping. Yeah. Plus shipping. How $18 much was shipping. Oh, my oh, God. What? Man, no wonder you're broke. $18? No broke. Yeah. Oh, damn. Okay, so you wanted to know what? Yeah, what's, what's Super Roz's superpower? Oh, God. What's superpower? Same Maury? question from Maury. Maury, what's super... I'm so gassy today. Can you hear me? I'm just burping up a storm over here. There you go. That's your superpower. It's <laughs> <laughs> currently... Um, um, super Roz is currently in my dog Andy's um, toy bin. Oh, great. I was told apparently Andy's going through a humping stage. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, that's all dogs for yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Weirdly enough, Maury's also going through a humping stage. <laughs> Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix. Roz and Mocha got you. Yo, Kim, what's up? It's Roz and Mocha. Hi. So you wrote us this, uh, Roz and Mocha Fix My Life. I was at work and went to log into my Gmail, and I guess my boyfriend forgot to lock, uh, log off his, and I saw eight or nine emails with the subject of each email being a different girl's name. Obviously, I looked. The first eight were pictures of different girls 
and then some of naked pics of their private parts. The last email I opened was six or seven pictures of him kissing another girl. We've been together for four years and you're the stepmom to his 13-year-old son and uh, you're close to each other's families and you don't know what to do. So, Kim, how long ago did this happen? Um, now it's been two weeks. Two weeks. So he has no idea that you saw what was in his in his email. No, he does now. Oh, Oh, he he knows now. Okay, so he knows now. You confronted him, and he did. He did what? He made it seem like you were the one that broke the trust by going through his email. Of course. Of course. (laughs) So after you found out, after you saw all those emails and the pictures, how long did it take for you to to ask him about it? I took two days. Mm -hmm. Okay. And what did he say? He said that he wasn't feeling appreciated at home. Oh, he didn't yeah. feel loved at home. That's right, because it's your fault. So he turned the blame on yeah. you. He put yeah. the blame on you. Yeah. Um, okay. And what were the dates of those of those emails? Because you said it was like eight or nine emails, and some of them were pictures of uh, of him kissing other girls or of the other girls' private parts, whatever. Like, how? What was the time span of those emails? The only ones I know of, the ones of him kissing the girl, were. In October, the other ones I don't know. So what? Did, what? Did, how did he explain that? What did he say? That other than putting the blame on you, it's never going to happen again. I'm sorry. All that stuff. Yeah. Did you ask him how many women it was? Yeah. What did he say? Four. So he cheated on you for, with four different women, and then had the audacity, mm-hmm. I guess, or the stupidity to take pictures of it um, because yeah. he, he didn't want to forget how magical those moments were, and then emailed those pictures <laughs> back to his own Gmail, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So did you ask him about that? Like, why would you keep? Pic- First of all, why would you cheat? Second of all, why did he send those pictures to himself? Like, what was his explanation for that? He didn't have one. No. And he and he's only going to admit to the things that he got caught doing. Like, he's mm. never he's not going to say, oh my God, and there was like four other girls that I didn't even uh, get pictures from, right? Like, he's not going to do that. Uh, so you're going to yeah. have to sort of take his word for it what, what, for whatever that's worth. I would say in a situation which like... Is, which is worth nothing, which really. Is, which is worth nothing. Yeah. Um, so yeah. two, two things that I just want to say right now is, one, um, do you think that you have the relationship where you could work through something like this and eventually rebuild trust? I want to say yes, but I just don't know if I would be able to get over it. What okay. do you feel inside? I... So confused. Yeah, I think you feel that you'll never be able to trust him again and you need a way out. Yeah, I don't know if I'd be able to trust him again. So I will. the second thing that I want to say is that the situation that you're in right now is you just need to think about one thing, having gone through this and all the emails and everything else. The way that this looks right now is that your boyfriend is either about to dump you or about to cheat on you again. Because that seems to be your relationship. If he's not going to cheat on you, he's going to dump you because the guilt is just going to be too, for too much for him to handle. So you're, yeah. now, you're now living in a relationship where you have no control. You're accused of the one breaking the trust because you went into his email. He's only admitting to the women that you know about. Uh, he broke down crying and then started gaslighting you. And the reality is he's going to dump you or he's going to cheat on you again. Yeah. And you're also going to be wondering what the hell he's doing when he's not around you. When he says he's going to work or when he says, hey, I'm just going to the gym or I'm going to go hang out with my friends or I'm going to go watch the game. You're constantly for that time that he's out of the house going to be wondering who he's really with and what he's actually doing. And you're going to drive yourself nuts. And that's not a life that you want to live. Yeah, we've had that conversation. He said, I won't go out anymore and I won't do this. And that's what I said. I said, what kind of life is that to live? To not do anything. But it's it's not that he won't. It's why did he? 
You know, it's like that's that that does that's not going to stop the fact that what happened like this would have continued had he just not got caught this wasn't one terrible night that he's regretted since it happened and then the information Mm -hmm. came out and he's finally having to confront it this was an ongoing thing that would have still been ongoing had he not got busted yeah that's the difference he says he says sorry i'm like you're not sorry i said you sure you got caught yeah no there's no sorry now he's now he's guilty because he got busted he's not guilty for what he did yeah. And I will tell you that you're going to spend another couple of weeks with this and resentment is going to set in so fast and uh, you're going to feel that you now have no way out. You're going to feel like the one that is going to start breaking hearts. Like that's the way that it's going to feel. You're going to feel like the one who destroyed a family. Yeah. You're right. I think that's already starting to happen. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Don't put yourself in that position. It's this ain't you. Okay. All right, Kim. You're better than this, right. and you're going to get through it. Oh, thanks, guys. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life on KISS. We started watching, uh, what's that show called that I started watching last night? Love is Blind. Oh, Netflix. Yeah, we, uh-huh. we're on episodes, episode two. How and I kind of I kind of like it because the first couple episodes, and I know it's going to turn into a crap show, Yeah, but the first couple episodes are kind of sweet because it's completely different than like The Bachelor where... You don't know what the other person looks like, yeah, right? Yeah, and so it's kind of sweet, right? Uh-huh. Like like the way that they talk to each other. How do they and, set and, it uh, up? Like, how do you not know? Oh, God, okay. So how they, the other they, person looks. So they've separated the men and the women into mm-hmm. different parts. Like, basically, they're living in different, quote, houses. I don't know where they shot this, like an airplane hangar or something where they built this whole set. Yeah. But they're living in different houses. And then in the middle of everything, there's one big, giant hallway. The women have a big, giant hallway, and the men have a big, giant hallway. Okay. And so all then, the women know what each other look like. All the men know. The men live together. The women live gotcha. together. Gotcha. Okay. So and they're then, not all se- yeah. separated. And then so each house has a big giant hallway. Yeah. And down that hallway are doors one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, so on. And you just go, you as an individual, you all line up with all the men line up, all the women line up, and then they go in a door. And then in that through that door is like a little couch in a little tiny room that's mm-hmm. nice looks like a little tiny living room yeah. and then a piece of like blue frosted glass in front of you yeah. and on the other side of that blue frosted glass is a man sitting in his little tiny pod and you can talk to each other and hear each other but you can't see each other oh so they can have let's say they have some wine they're drinking vodka like it's like speed dating but only you can't see what they look like yeah. and they give they're given notepads and they write notes about who they like and what are the qualities of this person that they like oh. And and I'm telling you, man, like three dates in, these people are like, Karen, I just want to say, I love you. And they're like, oh, I love you too. God. And they're like, yeah, man, I'm telling you, it's awesome. It's awesome. <laughs> but it's, but it's kind of sweet. But it's kind of sweet because yeah. all the sort of trappings and frivolousness and superficial... Um, it's that you see on like The Bachelor... None of that exists in the first couple episodes of like nobody's going, I'm blonde and I got big boobs and the guys aren't like, I'm a huge jock. And I like, they don't do that. Like they rarely talk about physical appearance. So when like, do they like, actually get to see each other? Um, well, they one couple saw each other last night. Oh, yeah. And? and she's like, this is the first white guy I've ever kissed. Oh, yeah. I, I hope my big lips match with his skinny little white lips. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, I was worried, but it seems to be going okay. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Big Brother Canada is back on Wednesday night, 8 o'clock, or sorry, 7 o'clock. And apparently now until uh, Saturday, Mm -hmm. Canada has the power to keep their favorite house guests safe 
from the very first eviction by voting on bigbrothercanada.ca. You understand how cool that is? Okay, so explain this to me. Well, the show's not on so yet. You get a chance. You go, you look at the people, read their bios, and you're going to vote for people. The house is going to open up next Wednesday, yeah. and they're going to reveal all of the votes. The people who have the lowest votes will be put in, seg- like I guess, sequester, yeah. and they will battle it out to be safe. So Canada has the chance to put people so, on the block. So the game's already on now, even though the show's not on now. That's right. Oh, wow, geez. Brilliant. So, Dan and Maury got to meet up with a couple of the house guests yesterday. I'm in a secret, private location with some of the house guests. This is so cool, because I love this show, and I'm with Michael. How are you? Good. How are you doing? Okay, so first question. I really want to win, but I won't put this in my mouth. What say you? Uh, stranger's fingers, for sure. Yeah. Small bit of me is a Gross. little bit of a germaphobe, so someone I'm not comfortable with, they're putting fingers in my mouth. I don't like that. Okay, Min Lee, you got to tell me your answer. I will not put a shoe in my mouth oh. because it's nasty and disgusting. Other people's gross feet are in the shoe, so no. Okay, Carol, I need your answer on this one. The one thing that I will not put in my mouth, and I don't know if you can tell by looking at me, I know this is radio, but there's not a lot I won't put in my mouth, but the one thing I definitely won't put in my mouth is any male underwear. I mean, I'm a lesbian. If you want to pass me some female underwear, we're good, but I just can't do the male okay, ones. Yo. Okay, John Luke, I've got to hear your answer. You know, I would not put discarded toenails in my mouth. Uh, okay, Min Lee, it's all fun and games until... Is yeah. this a thing? Like, do they have to put things in their mouths to win, or are you just curious? See, the thing is, though, there are all, all kinds of different challenges and stuff, right? So I don't want want to know like their their plan in the house i want to know like if there's a challenge where it somebody could be has blank, to put male underpants in their mouth you never know oh or a okay shoe. minley it's all fun and games until someone gets pregnant oh. whoa you that's true yes <laughs> is this what you're hoping to happen in the house no i'm not hoping for oh. that to happen in the house oh. okay carol i am nervous but what's your answer so it's all fun and games until I pass gas on camera because I'm a lady. Okay, John Luke, you're smiling. I know you have an answer for this one. It's all fun and games until you wake up naked beside three dudes and two women in your alliance. Okay, John Luke, I'm ready for Canada to see mine. Many different styles of facial hair and constantly growing chest hair. It's shaved right now, but just you wait a couple weeks. All right, Michael, go ahead. I'm ready for Canada to see my ranger panties. What they are is uh, some real short short revealing shorts. Kyle, I know you got an answer for this one. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm ready for Canada for at least three nights a week to see this incredibly chiseled body draped all over their wonderful television screens. And for all you lonely wives out there who have to go home and see your husband you're not quite satisfied with, get ready, sit down, grab your popcorn, and enjoy because I'm going to treat you guys. Damn. Are you looking up Ranger panties? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I knew By it. the way, uh, Big Brother Canada season eight, Wednesday, seven PM on what on where? Global? Global, yeah. yeah. Global. Okay. Yeah, they're just short they're just shorts. I thought they were gonna be smaller than this. Oh. They're just sort of like Well that guy's an army guy, so maybe they call them Ranger panties. They're, yeah, the they're, they're they're rogue ranger panties is what they're uh, And he says is his is pink. Oh hey now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Hi, it's Roz and Mocha. Hi. This is Chris wanted to thank you guys for uh, the show and uh, to, to be honest uh, without you guys I don't know if I'd be able to make my drive home from work every day. Oh man, dude, that's so nice. You work nights? Yeah, I work nights. I work for uh, CN and um, it's, not a, it's not an easy job and um, I live in Aurelia and I work in Brampton. Oh, wow. Whoa, that's a, that's what a is drive. that drive like? Oh, it's 
long. Like on an average day, without snow, without rain, when the weather is like perfect driving condition, how long does it take you? Uh, about an hour and 35. Hour and a half on a normal day? Yep. So what about with all the snow? All the snow, two, maybe longer. Oh, my wow, God, dude, that is incredible. So you get a chance yeah. to spend like a lot of time with us in the morning. Yeah, and uh, you know I listen to you guys in the morning to keep me awake. Really, it's it, there's coming off of my weekends. I'm up all day with the kids, and then uh, I go to work that night so that I can try and live somewhat of a, a normal life. Yeah, totally. So by the time I'm driving home, I've been up for 24 hours. So then the drive home, you guys, uh, you guys keep me awake. Uh, listen, man, it's uh, it's so good to uh, to talk to you, and it's interesting because you you know people who listen to the show have some terrible commutes. Yours may be one of the worst, just I as far say. as time goes. Yeah, like on a good day, on a good day, it's it's an hour thirty five, and on a bad day, it's anything you know two two and a half. I don't know how many people have we talked to that have that kind of commute on this show. That's oh, crazy. Like a handful, that, that, maybe that. a handful. Yeah. yeah. Well, let me ask you, before we let you go, what's the longest it's taken you to either get to work or get home from work? A few, I think it was a few years ago on the 400, there was that uh, big tanker that exploded. We were held there for, for hours, hours and hours. And then before they finally had us uh, drive south on the northbound side of the highway to get off the highway to continue our way home. I wouldn't do that. If somebody told me to drive south on the northbound, I'd just be, I'd park my car and sleep. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't do it. No, there's no Wake way. me in the morning. Yeah, it's too dangerous. Yeah, Can no, I just no, say no. something? No, it's too dangerous. It's yeah, so yeah, unfair. Worried. So many people have the Roz and Mocha show to keep them company on super long drives. Yeah. But when I'm stuck in traffic, I don't have the Roz and Mocha show to keep me company. No, you're right. That does suck. <laughs> True. <laughs> hey, Chris, we appreciate you, brother. Thank you so much for calling in and more importantly for you. Your, uh, your dedication. Thank you. Right Thank on, you for, before, uh, before, before we let oh, you go, <laughs> between Roz and Mocha, who's your favorite? Uh, I'm sorry. The, the, the laugh from Mocha keeps me awake. Hey! Yeah. Nobody who's ever spent that amount of time with me actually likes me, so I'm not surprised. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, I, I, lo I love the rant. I love the rant, Ross. Right on, uh, brother. Thank you, man. All right, thanks, guys. Yeah. The Ross and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Uh, hey, why is everybody pissed at Tory Lanez? Did you see this? Again? Yeah, so I guess his tour is um, called <laughs> Tory Lanez and Friends. Uh-huh. Right? And he did a show here last night. Hey, everybody, we love him. And it's called Tory Lanes and Friends. Now, three days ago, when he did this same show, he brought out Snoop, Rich the Kid, Ty Dolla Sign, Chris Brown, and T Pain. Wow. Right? Friends. Not bad. Yeah, some good friends to have. So last night in Toronto, he brought out Jesse Reyes. And. Jesse Reyes. <laughs> Just Jesse Reyes? Yeah. No disrespect to Jesse Reyes. No disrespect. Fantastic singer. Yes. Love her music. Yes. But when you advertise and friends. Right. So everybody's like, it should have been called Tory Lanez and friend. Yeah. <laughs> right? Tory Lanez and Jesse. Yes. Like he had Ja Rule on stage with him the other night. It's murder. Yes. Really? Right? Yes. Yeah. So everybody was. Up a very uh, Maya showed up on stage with no, them. Yeah. Maya? Yeah. So he had all of this stuff. Yeah. Like, Stacks and stacks of friends, right? Well, what nobody he, wanted to cross the border. I don't know. That's the thing. Or nobody right? could get That's across the, the border. That's the thing is that you don't like, realize I don't think ja that Rule when you is allowed 
I don't know. In Canada. Is that when you follow these sort of tours where it's, you know, you get artists and they're, they just, you know, they bring out like guest star, surprise star, surprise star, surprise star. It's very difficult when you do that in Boston to then do it the next night in Toronto. Your hometown. It's, it's, no, but it is very difficult because you then have to get all those people over the border. I think sure. and, also, and their crew, right? I think people are also upset because Megan the Stallion was backstage partying and didn't even right. come out. And she didn't come out. Well, it's not a hot girl summer yet. <laughs> Not a hot girl summer yet. <laughs> I know, it's tough though. But what about, um, like, Drake pops up on stage. I don't know, man. Every now and then when yeah. somebody was comes yeah. to town. Like last yeah. week when um, Post Malone was in town. Yeah. And Drake showed up. Yeah, but he can't do that every week though, right? Because then it's not special. No, I know. Then it's like, oh, at what point is Drake going to come out on the show? <laughs> yes. Right? Yeah, so that's the uh, that's the problem. But <sighs> but and that was really a hip hop thing with with the constant stream of special guests, and, and so much so to the point where if you go to a show and you don't get that, it's almost disappointing. Even yeah. though even if it's not advertised that way, you know you expect it. Man, he should even brought out like the Zamboni guy. No. That would have been dope. <laughs> that would have been and friends. It would have been. You're right. No, had right? he brought out yes, had he brought out uh, uh, David Ayers, the Zamboni guy. Then it would have been, yeah. Pete, then it would, then it, yeah, because then it would have been Jesse Reyes and the Zamboni guy. Yeah. And then it would have been and friends. And friends. Yeah. And very topical, too. Yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Did you watch the fight on Saturday night at all? I did not. You didn't? I no, didn't. we had friends over. Up too late, man. We ended up watching um, Knives Out. Oh, uh, what'd you think? Stellar cast. Yeah. I liked the movie. Yeah. I just thought there's one section in the middle mm-hmm. that could have been shorter. Yeah. I thought it, there's one part where it just kind of stalled. They were on a good run. Yeah. It started off great. Everything was perfect. It was like boom, 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 boom. And then like this long lull in the middle. Yeah. And then it sort of picked up kind of at the end. But it took me a little while to get back into it. So last... <sighs> Did you like it? No, nah, not really. I thought it was okay. Uh, I thought it was oh, fine. Really? I thought it was fine. Yeah. So here's my night last night. Tell me if I'm not the, like the, the biggest loser. Okay. I don't, I don't even need I, to I hear the story to tell you. I that. don't mean like on. I don't mean like on the show because I'm an Adonis. Um, okay. <laughs> I'm gonna go over on this side. <laughs> I found a. I found like a three inch hair on my shoulder last night. I was so depressed. I had a great day too. And then I found this big giant hair, and I just felt like life Where? is over. Where? On like your right shoulder? On, the top. on yeah. your right? Yeah, on my right yeah. shoulder. Yeah, it was right. right at right at the top, and I was uh-huh. just like, God, I'm, getting old is the worst. Uh, no, so okay, so, so my, that's your loser story. You found a hair on your no, shoulder? Uh, oh. No, I've, no. Let me just pile on, please. <laughs> There's more. Okay. Tell me more. Hold okay. on. So last night, last night, I'm all set to watch because Better Call Saul came back last night. Right? right. So Better Call Saul episode one last night, episode two tonight. Gotcha. And uh, and then also Homeland was on last night. And I'm the loser that still watches Homeland. I'm just committed. You're the only I, one. I I'm committed at this point, and I'm actually quite enjoy. I quite enjoyed uh, episode one of Homeland. So I saw that for season two. So I'm good. I, I I'm I'm good. So last night I'm all set, and I've and I'm committed to staying up late because I had a long day, and I'm like I'm going to watch all my shows, and it's going to be great. Yeah. So I'm on the couch, right? So I start to watch Better Call Saul, and then I set Homeland to tape. Okay. And if I have too many things taping, like I can't watch something, and then it's a whole thing. So I start watching Better Call Saul, and I'm super into it. Right. Yeah. Then I fall asleep. And I miss Better Call Saul. Okay. Okay. Then when I wake up, uh-huh. the TV has switched over to the record, which is Homeland. Okay. And so I fall asleep and miss Better Call Saul. And when I wake up, 
I'm at a point of where I've just spoiled the episode of Homeland for myself. Oh, it's the end? Yeah. Or like the, one of the major, yeah. major plot lines? Yes. So I miss Better Call Saul uh. and I spoiled Homeland. And you found a long hair on your shoulder. And I found... <laughs> And that's how Catherine woke me up. She was like, honey, pulling it. <laughs> honey. <laughs> oh, no. You are the biggest loser. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. I'm Laura Palmer, host of Island Crime. Season six, Sweethearts, is the story of three teenage girls who were all murdered in Victoria, Canada within about 12 months. So she was scared. Something out there scared her. You just created the playground where predators can really thrive. She was a 16-year-old girl. She was a sweetheart. Listen to Sweethearts at FrequencyPodcastNetwork.com or wherever you get podcasts. Find your frequency. Hi, it's Razamoka. Hi, Razamoka. What's up? Who's this? Uh, it's Reese. Yo, Reese, we haven't talked to you in forever. I know. What's, What's going, going on? on? Oh, nothing. You know, doing my routine. <laughs> <laughs> Remind God. us of that routine again. What time do you wake up in the morning? And then take us through the steps of your morning before you get to school. 5.30. 5.30, wow. morning. Yeah, and then? And then my dad drives me to Markham to daycare. Yeah. And then my cat picks me up. Yeah, Then go I go ahead. to school. Yeah. And then uh, just stay there until 2.45. And then I go back to my daycare and then my dad picks me up and we go home. Jeez, man. You guys get out of school early. 2.45? I know. That's crazy. What time does school start? Um, about 8. Oh, wow. Do you go to French school? No. Oh, really? 8 o'clock for school. That's too early. That's yeah, too, early too early for parents. I it's know. too early for parents. Reese is like, it's too early yeah, for me. Yeah, it's too early for kids. <laughs> yeah. 8 a.m. too early for school to be starting, man. Hey, let me ask you this I question, know. Reese, and yeah. you as well, Ross. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Is, are anyone listening right now? Yes. When you wake up in the morning, what's the first thing that you do? Do you brush your teeth and then you take a shower? Do you take a shower and then you brush your teeth? Or do you eat breakfast and then the other things? Oh, well, usually I'll just have my shower yeah. and get dressed and then brush my teeth. Okay. But today my breath is really stanky. Oh. <laughs> so I just decided to brush my teeth first. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, when I get up, I do uh, teeth brushing first, then shower, get ready. Really? And then, I mean, I eat my breakfast when I get to the radio station. But my wow. my typical is brush teeth, shower, grab a coffee on my way into work, and then eat my breakfast here. Really? Yeah. Wow. What that do you is, do? I make a coffee and have a poop. <laughs> And then come to work. <laughs> and then come to work. No, 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 because my routine. No, no, you didn't but, even mention brush your teeth. So no, no, not no, no, only no. is your ass stank, no, no. your mouth is stank too. No, no, because for me at that time of the morning, like here's the problem is that I have to do things that are not are not part of my world. Like the first thing I do is I got to feed the cats. Yeah, all Because true. I can't do yeah. anything else until I feed the cats. Because then it's just screaming cats all over me, right? Nobody so, wants that. Nobody wants that. Uh, and then I'll do all the, uh, then I do all the other stuff. But but brushing my teeth is the last thing I do before I leave the house. Oh, yeah. all right. Well, Reese, it was awesome catching up with you again. Thank you for calling. Yeah, no problem. You have a great day, okay? Yeah, you too. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hi, Roz and Mocha. What's up? Hey, how are you? Good, you? Good. I want to tell you guys that you guys are amazing. Oh, thanks. I just like appreciate what you guys do, 
And, uh, yeah. All right. What's your name? My name is Sanjay. Sanjay. I have another question, though. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Can I also do the Let's Do the News? <laughs> what, you want to do the Let's Do the News? <laughs> the Let's Do the News. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, of course. Yeah, man. I love it when people call in for this. I've been calling, like, 100 times, like, for the past week. So, Sanjay, you know how this works, right? Yep. All right. Go for it. Hey, Mocha, you ready? Yeah. Let's do the news. Ah, <laughs> uh, come on, man. Listen, Sanjay, you just said you've been calling like a hundred times the past week, all right? And you've heard the Roz and Mocha show before. You've heard Roz scream out, let's do the news. Okay, let's do it again then. All okay. right, uh, yeah, please. Hey, Mocha, you ready? Yeah. Let's do the news. <laughs> I think, Sanjay, I, we're close. Buddy, we are so close. <laughs> All right, all right, all right. All right, just a little bit louder. Let's try it again. Yeah. Put some throat into it. <laughs> That's what she said. Stop it. Hey, Mocha, you ready? Yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> 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 all right, I love it. Sanjay, you're the best. A Roz and Mocha show and Kiss 92.5 News Break. What happens in Vegas apparently doesn't stay in Vegas. There was a massive data breach at the <gasps> MGM. And 10.6 million people, including the Jack Dorsey, the CEO of Twitter, and Justin Bieber, had their information leaked online. Uh, within the leak was information, things like home addresses, possibly email accounts, how about phone like, numbers. How much money you spend at the table? <laughs> stuff? I don't like if you got, get one of them cards. I don't think like a player card. Yeah, never had one of those, man. Bro, I I've have never. A s- do you really? I have so many. Yeah. Because I keep, anytime I go to Vegas, I keep forgetting my regular player's card. Right. So they always have to reissue a new one. I just leave it in the machine all the time. That's my problem. Right. And so I just never get it because it's on me for 10 minutes and then I've lost it. Uh, so I just never get them. And I'm, I'm always on the tables. That's why. Uh, yeah. Oh, right, right. See, and I'm certainly not going to be that guy that puts that little coil around my wrist. You know, and carries it around like I'm nine, and that's my home key. <laughs> and mom's got to work late. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. I can't, I can't do that. I just my, I, I, I can't. Does it can't have any financial it. information in that breach? Like how much money people have? No, spent? God, no, no, no. But they did say that these are uh, MGM knew about this, and this was all people who had stayed pre 2017. And they say that they are confident that no financial. Uh, payments, credit card information, or password data was involved in uh, in, in the leak. My name's on all But list. it's 10,683,188 former hotel guests. That's going to take me a long time to look through that list. 10,683,188 <laughs> former hotel guests. Uh, Donald Trump last night did a rally. Very much uh, not happy that, you know, he like wants to go back to the good old days, right? But he wants to go back to the good old days with like everything. Okay. Like he's pissed off that Parasite won Best Picture. That's his biggest problem? Because it's South Korean. And the winner is a movie from South Korea. What the hell was that all about? <laughs> <laughs> we got enough problems with South Korea with trade. On top of it, they give him the best movie of the year. Was uh-huh. it good? I don't know. You know, I'm looking for like, where, where, let's get Gone with the Wind. Can we get like Gone with the Wind back, please? <laughs> Sunset you Boulevard. Idiot. So many great movies. The winner is from South Korea. Yeah. I thought it was best foreign film, right? Best foreign movie. No, it was the button. Did this ever happen before? <laughs> okay, Boomer. Right. Okay. Like, you know come on. I mean, the reason he didn't like it, we all know this. It's very evident. Was the fact that the man can't read. <laughs> that's true. Right? Yeah. Like, that's got to be it.
10 most common reasons yeah. um, that married couples argue. And I don't necessarily like agree with all of these, but I want to go through some of them with you. And we had people text in. So before we get to the list yeah. of, from the poll that they did, what did people say to us? Somebody said, married couples argue about a clean house, or at least I do. That comes okay. to us from Alistair. Uh, somebody else wrote in and said, argue because of the in-laws. Another one, division of responsibility for chores, i.e. cooking, cleaning, laundry. Right. Married couples argue about finances and big purchases. I'm going to tell you this, chores isn't in the top 10. Really? No. I'll, no. How about this? Top three, this is what somebody wrote, money, sex, and kids. And if you don't have kids, then time. That's another text that we got. Sex isn't in the top 10. Wow. Okay, so hit us. So the top 10 is um, talking about past relationships. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Maury. Well, yeah. Yeah, okay. And especially if you have artifacts from those relationships. Artifacts? <laughs> Listen here, Indy. <laughs> uh, being possessive. Yeah. Talking to an ex. Oh, that's bad. Je <laughs> jealousy. Yeah. yeah. Talking about your feelings or not talking about your feelings. That's always the cause for an argument. Uh -huh. Oh, but not especially if you talk to somebody else about your feelings and then tell them, oh, I was talking with yeah. Joanne about my feelings. That's called micro-cheating. <laughs> Which you do on the daily. <laughs> right? Uh, not feeling appreciated. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. Someone not paying enough attention to you. Yes. Lack of communication. And number one was not showing enough affection. Yes, so that is so true. Like if you grab your partner's hand and put it on your head and say, play with my hair and they don't want to. <laughs> or like what I do when I want my foot tickled and I just stick my big toe under Catherine's chin while we're lying on the couch. Man, y'all are so romantic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so here's my thing. Chores was 12th on the list. Really? Okay. Uh, who does more housework was 13th. You have to get down to number 17 before you start talking about the frequency of sex. Wow. 20th on the list was arguing about your in-laws. Yeah. And number 30th was spending uh, spending too too much money. 30th really on the list what was, number was one spending too number much money, was... not showing enough affection. Oh, okay, but you see, okay, it makes okay. sense. I mean, sex isn't really that important. What's the last thing Mocha that you argued about with Jenna? I think it was something about the dishes. The maybe. dishes. Yeah. So like who did them, sure. who didn't do them? Or maybe I did something wrong. Why would you do wrong to a dish? Now I need to know. <laughs> What'd you use that dish for, what man? I do. I don't know. There was something. It was, it was an argument. Dumb. Yeah, Maury. What's the last thing you and Matthew argument. argued about? Well, I, I wanted a coffee at night, and he said, "How dare you!" Oh wow! <laughs> How dare you? Uh, Catherine and I uh, argued. The only argument we've had in months was we argued over. Um, oh my god, it's so embarrassing to say. What? Okay, hold on. Let me turn it the on big, the music. The, the big blowout argument we had yeah. was which upholstery we were going to put on the, the kitchen chairs. <laughs> Oh, see, I thought that you would have argued with Catherine. Wow. That's not what I would have guessed. Wow, you guys need to seek counseling. Yeah. <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Jada Pinkett Smith on her show Red Table Talk. And Jada Pinkett Smith scares me, man. When she goes, like when she starts cussing somebody out or when she gets on a point, I'm like, I turn into a kid. Right, you know when you had that friend whose one mom had no problem yelling at you, and you were like, oh. "Wow, this is a world that I just don't know." Like it's terrifying, right? Yeah. Uh, Jada Pinkett Smith is that mom where you just like she will change your life even though she's not your mom, mm -hmm. right? And so she has Snoop on the show oh, to talk no. about, yeah, to talk about <gasps> when Snoop went in on Gail King. Now you know Snoop talks a lot, right? Oh, 
in the comfort of his own home, oh. but it's just him and his phone? Okay, now, Bruh. so they released a clip promoting Red Table Talk. Yeah. Okay, so this is Gail King, and believe it or not, you might have to take our word for it, with Snoop. When you first came out and you said what you said, you know, in regards to Gail, yes. my heart dropped. I felt like not only were you talking to Gail, but you were talking to me. I was like, oh no, Snoop has now taken his power flow away from me, away from Willow, away from my mother. Right? I was like, oh, if this is what's happening, I was like, not Snoop. And so that's one of the reasons why I felt like I really wanted to have the conversation with you in the, in the spirit of healing. Oh. He didn't say much, though, did he? <laughs> Even my heart's racing. In this moment right now, yeah. I feel that I I have personally done something to disappoint yeah. Jada Pinkett Smith yeah. as well. Yeah, Snoop didn't have a lot to say. <laughs> How could you? You can't. How do you come back from that? I don't know, man. Hillary Duff was making a ton of news over the weekend because I guess she was at her kid's football game and like they're little kids, like seven years old and stuff. Yeah. And she posted a video on her IG where she went up and confronted a photographer slash paparazzi who didn't have a kid there but was just standing there taking pictures of the kids. And this was that exchange. Who are you here with? I'm here with me. Do you know any other people on the team? No. Oh, can you stop taking pictures of the kids, please? It's legal. No. It's, it's making it's, me feel really uncomfortable. Well, you shouldn't feel uncomfortable. You want me to show you ID? I'm not asking for your ID. I'm asking you to stop taking pictures of our seven-year-old children if you don't know anyone that's here. But it's legal. I'm asking you, human to human, as a mother, if you don't know anyone here, can you please stop taking pictures of our children, Clayton? I'm just telling you, it's not illegal. That's okay that well, you're saying I'm, it's... I'm taking pictures. I'm practicing photography. And can I'm you practice to, it on another... On I'm another... not here to scare you or anything like that. But you, you are? Your, your paranoia is unwarranted. That's what I'm telling you. No, it's just an uncomfortability factor that these are seven-year-old children and you don't have a child here. What's that got to do with anything? Well, there are children, and we would like to protect them. So if you could take pictures well, and practice you, your photography somewhere else. taking pictures of them. It's not, it, okay. What about other people? I will just post this to my 15 million followers on Instagram and let people know how creepy it is that this is what you're choosing to do on your Saturday morning. And creepy to who? Creepy to who? All of these parents with these no, kids. you're making it creepy because you're the one. When you're in a situation Damn. where you have to say... I'm not trying to scare anybody here. You're probably scaring somebody. Uh, everybody. Right? Also, bravo to you, Hillary Duff. You <laughs> have way more patience than I would have had I in that you situation. Can't do that, though. You can't go full hothead and start smacking phones and stuff, man. Then Hillary Duff winds up in a, in a lawsuit for the next year and a half. I'd do it. Can't do that. Can't. You just, you just can't do it, though. That's the problem. I take his camera and smash it. Yeah. On his head. Oh, yeah, wow. Maybe fall into him, like accidentally, like trip yeah. on your own shoe. Oh, whoops. Uh, yeah. Sorry. Like, yeah, something Did like I just that. break your camera, sir? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't know what the solution is, but uh, but I guess uh, she did what she could, which is she posted it on her Insta for 15 million people, and uh, the reaction is overwhelmingly supportive, although some people are calling her racist because uh, the guy was black. 
So it's like, was she righteous uh, or was she? There was I know, no blah, race bro, I'm telling you. Mentioned in that. Anytime, listen, I'm telling you, that's what, like, there's, there's, there, there's another side to this. But you can't, if you're ever in a situation, say this again, where you're like, listen, I'm not trying to scare anybody here. You're yeah. scaring people to even to just be, like, to have to say that. I know. You're scaring people, right? It's weird, man. Oops, I'm sorry. <laughs> I just hit you in the face with my fist. That was wow. an accident. Wow. Wow. Uh, do we have time for Lizzo real quick? So We always Lizzo, have time for thank Lizzo. Thank you. Uh, NWCP Image Awards, Lizzo named Entertainer of the Year. Here's her speech. I just want to shout out all of the big black girls that I bring on stage with me. <laughs> I do that because I want them to know that they are the trophies. And since this is the final award of the night, I don't even want to make it about me. Every last one of you, you are the award. We are so special. We are such a beautiful people. This is just a reminder of all the incredible things that we can do. God bless you and keep on being an award. Let's go. Hey, uh, hey where's Sean Mendez been? Well, he let you know where Sean Mendez has been. What's up, guys? I know that I haven't been on Instagram at all lately, but I just want to say that I love and I miss you so much. Um, I'm making another album. So, yeah, I love you, and I'll see you soon. What? There you go. Uh, Paw Patrol is trending right now. Oh, yeah? Yeah, because uh, CBC ran a column from a professor a little while ago saying that Paw Patrol encourages capitalism to children. What? And Andrew Shear got all triggered and he did like a three minute video about it. Here's here's a little bit of what Andrew Shear had to say about uh, CBC and this professor saying that Paw Patrol encourages capitalism. You know those cartoon dogs, right? Yeah. Oh, okay. You'll never believe the story that the CBC ran. They published an article <laughs> quoting a university professor who argued the children's show... Paw Patrol encourages children to embrace capitalism. The headline says, does Paw Patrol encourage our kids to embrace capitalism? And they said that as if it was some sort of a bad thing. Now, take a look at some of the quotes from the professor that this article cited. The professor feels, this is Professor Kennedy, and I quote, I would argue that the Paw Patrol, as a private corporation, is used to help provide basic social services in the Adventure Bay community. That's problematic in that the Paw Patrol creators are sending this message that we can't depend on the state to provide these services. Yes, that's right. Clearly the state has an excellent reputation on providing services. Just remember that the next time you read an Auditor General's report outlining wasteful government spending or the customer service you get renewing your driver's license. Now, this professor also doesn't like the no job is too big, no pup is too small message so often quoted on the show. Yes, Professor Kennedy has a problem with that too. Quote, to me, that's an individualist message. Sometimes a children's show is just a children's show. We're big fans of Paw Patrol in our household. And not everything needs to be hyper-analyzed through a social justice warrior worldview. Can you believe two grown people took Paw Patrol this seriously? It's cartoon it's dogs, everybody. It's amazing to me. The Kobe Bryant Memorial happened yesterday at the Staples Center, and a couple of things that came out of it, one was um, Michael Jordan uh, crying and acknowledging during his speech that after crying on stage at the memorial, now he's going to have to look at more crying Jordan memes for the next four years. Now he's got me 
I'll have to look at another crime meme for the next. I told my wife I wasn't going to do this because I didn't want to see that for the next three or four years. Sorry, Jordan, but it's going to be longer than three or four years. Did you see that people were putting the crying Jordan meme on top of crying Jordan? I know. (laughs) (laughs) Come on. You know what? I was watching yesterday. I was like, it's going to be so bad when people make this a meme. But I think it's... (laughs) okay now because Jordan acknowledged it. Exactly, exactly. So go nuts, everybody. Uh, Apparently, Beyonce banned photographers from taking her picture during her performance yesterday. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Editors at the Associated Press and Getty Images uh, told the New York Post that organizers of the event at the Staples Center prohibited them from taking photos of her while she was on stage. One insider at the event said that it's so offensive to Kobe's family and the fans and that Beyonce is so controlling of her image that she usually only allows approved select image images to be released. So no photographers at Kobe's memorial were allowed to take her picture. Oh, wow. Do you remember after she did the Super Bowl in 2013? Her people started oh. chasing down all the angry-looking pictures that they had yeah, taken yeah. and posted. Yeah. Like they really went after. Was it... Because the meme started like was almost it, immediately. Yeah, was it BuzzFeed that that posted like a thing of like the thirty three fiercest moments from Beyonce's Super Something Bowl like halftime that, yeah. show, and her people tried to pull it down. But this was Beyonce yesterday. I kind of like dipped in and out of the memorial yesterday. Yeah, because it was just it's too much sadness, man. Like I was already busted up when Colby died. Yeah, and just having that constant reminder. But it was incredible to see. You know, 20,000 people inside that arena. Is there a senior bachelor happening? Huh? So during last night's show, ABC flashed a casting call for seniors looking for love. And while there's been no official show announcement, the ABC casting page had a little bit more detail. And they Hmm. said, quote, are you entering your golden years and looking for romance? The producers of The Bachelor are looking for active and outgoing single and single men and women in their golden years for a new exciting dating show. You signed up, right, Maury? Oh, my God. I was totally coming in here to say Raw is finally a show for you. Golden years, by the way, is uh, (laughs) usually referred to people 65 and older. Okay, more for Raw's Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Can you believe all those sounds are coming out of one person? <laughs> Golden years are treating you good, right, Maury? Uh, a Saturday Night Live source claims that Pete Davidson gets special slash star treatment from the show's boss, Lauren Michaels, hmm. more so than anybody else, and that it's causing a lot of tensions within the show. Really? Yeah, because Pete Davidson was allowed to go off and shoot Suicide Squad. He was allowed to take a week off to go to a friend's wedding, which is apparently unheard of. Uh, Plus, they say that Davidson doesn't play a huge role in the writer's room. Quote, Pete has a pretty cushy gig, to say the least, the source says. Uh, The cast isn't into him, said another source. He's just there. He doesn't add much. And then he was on... uh, Charlemagne the God yesterday, they did a podcast and Pete was, I get it, like it really sounds like he's trashing 
the show that he works I on. personally think I should be done with that show because they make fun of me on it. But, like, I am, like, cold open, like, political punchlines. Not like when, like when I'm not there. Like, they'll be like, uh-huh, but pizza jerk face and you're yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. whose side are you on you know it's like a weird i have a weird fe- feeling in that building where i don't know whose team they're playing for really if i'm the joke or i'm in on the joke so like since i i really wanted last year to be my uh last year but um you know i'm still around and uh trying to try to knock it away right you know what i mean that doesn't help you so do you like working for the show, or you don't like working for the show? I think he likes what the show gives him, but Pete is uh, of the sort of first generation cast member of that age, where and I've never seen it, I've been watching Saturday Night Live my whole life, it's very rare when a cast member makes their presence on the show all about them. Right. Or, and I know I didn't say make it, because sometimes it just happens. Um, but they really embrace that, and mm-hmm. I've never seen that before on the show where it became all about the cast. I think it's because his and their personality life. is like that. No, but it, no, it, I don't know. I don't know. But you could have avoided it. You didn't have to have him talk about Ariana Grande on the news desk. Yeah, you know, you didn't ha- like everything. Just became about his personal life, where he became the sort of story and not a character on the show, sure. or not somebody who plays characters on the show. And uh, and that's you know, it's it's odd for Saturday Night Live. And now it's time for Ask Roz and Mocha. Yo, what up, Vancouver? <laughs> good morning. How are you? I'm doing well, thanks. How are you guys? Doing good. All right, how do you pronounce your name? Is it Felitza? Felitza, yes. Felitza. Welcome to the yes. Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Shout out to uh, everyone you. out on the West Coast that listens to the Roz and Mocha Show on, uh, on KISS Radio. Mm-hmm, thank you. Your so, question is what? Yes. Okay, so my husband and I have had the same argument at least once a week since we moved in together about 11 years ago. So whose responsibility is it to empty the pockets? (laughs) The person putting the article of clothing in the hamper or the one who's doing the laundry? Wait, wait, wait. Before anybody in this room answers, I'm assuming, Felitza, that you believe it's your husband's responsibility to check his pockets (laughs) before he puts it in the hamper. Well, I'm already doing him the favor of doing his laundry, okay. so he can at least do me the favor of prepping it for me. Yeah, so, okay, so he's of the belief that while you're putting it in the laundry, you should be checking your pockets, or the pockets. It's part, well, it's part of the laundry process. Gotcha. Okay. Now, do you have kids? I do, I have two, two boys. How old are they? Seven and four. Do they empty their pockets? Well, at least a seven-year-old? They, <laughs> uh, they do not, no, so I find a lot of rocks in my washing machine so i do you what's your opinion on this mocha because i'll tell you what mine is okay mine is laundry although quite often it's somebody like you who will wind up doing the majority of the laundry yourself and it becomes a little frustrating and you wish everybody would just do their part everything else but i will say that laundry is one of those things that is a household chore yeah um that the person doing the laundry is the one who is ultimately responsible for the you're like the final quality control check before things go into machinery okay so i do believe everybody should do their part and make sure the pockets are emptied before the clothes go in the hamper but you when you're throwing a pair of jeans into the machine you have to do the final check it's like it's like a factory, okay? It's not one step of quality control. It's a two-step process. Oh, man. 
Anyway, that's my take on it. <laughs> Felitza? Yeah. I'm kind of on your side with this. Mm-hmm. I think it should be the person who owns the article of clothing should be responsible for emptying out their pockets. Now, I've been burned in the past where I'm notorious for leaving Kleenex in the pockets of my pants. That ruins everything. And You'll then, never get those little pieces of white stuff off. And then everything it ends up want. in the laundry, especially, forget about it, if it comes out of your pocket while it's in the dryer. No, it's not good. Oh, everywhere. <laughs> so no. now, and it's happened so many times already in our house that I... Always, always, always check my pockets. And I make sure my pockets are empty before they go in the hamper. So here, mm-hmm. here's another. We'll get to Maury in a second because I'm assuming Maury, Matthew's the one that does all the laundry in the house. Yeah, and there's a side note to this. So go ahead. Okay, so here's what I run into quite frequently is I will take off a pair of jeans and just sort of throw them on the floor or fold them up and stick them on the bed, but I've already worn them and I don't wash my jeans after every time I wear them, right? Yeah. Catherine will see them on the floor right beside my side of the bed and she will grab them and throw them in the laundry and then in goes my wallet and in goes anything else that's in my pockets. (laughs) And I say to her, I'm like, babes, you wash my wallet like I had stuff in there Uh and her response was, yeah, but you got to empty your stuff and I'm like, but they weren't ready. Right. See, in that case, she should have asked you. She should have said, hey, there's these jeans on the floor or these jeans on the bed or whatever. I'm going to be doing a round of laundry. Do you have... want these washed? No, but I don't want to have that conversation because that's when it's my turn to do the laundry. Oh. Right. <laughs> and, and so far, I've skated on that responsibility for quite a while now. Years. You know what I mean? Years. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. It's tough. But I'll tell you, I had a problem with the washing machine and then I had to take a day off work because the uh, LG guy had to come over. Yeah. And then the LG guy finally comes over and he takes a panel off the bottom and he pulls out this giant drum, right? That, that's like a giant tube, uh-huh. metal tube. And he pulls this giant cylinder out of the bottom of the washing machine after he drained out all the water that was on the inside. Yeah. And stuck inside the grate of this long cylinder was probably about 150 bobby pins. Oh my God. <laughs> because Catherine and Roxy take a bobby pin out of their hair. They don't want to lose, lose it. Stick it in the pocket. Stick it in the pocket. Stick it in the pocket. And it was about a year and a half of, of Catherine washing bobby pin after bobby pin after bobby pin that broke the washing machine. Uh-huh. So I then sat there and I pulled out all the bobby pins with tweezers. Yeah. And I took a picture of it. Uh, and I put them all in a pan and I took a picture of it and I sent it to her. And, and then I, I regretted sending it to her. <laughs> yeah. Because then it just automatically becomes, well, why don't you do the laundry? Yeah. And I was like, I'd rather take one day off work every couple of years and deal with the bobby pants. Don't <laughs> <laughs> worry. Um, okay, so I'm in the same boat as, as Roz. I don't put my jeans in the hamper. I'll put my underwear once in a while or socks and stuff. Once in a while. Matthew will grab the jeans because I hate when the jeans get washed because then they shrink a bit and I like when I've worked them in. Right. So he does that, but he will often check the pockets for that. The socks, if I put them in the hamper and they're not untangled or uncrumpled, mm-hmm. he will throw them back on my side of the bed and say, untangle your, your socks and then you can put them back in the hamper. Oh, wow. Damn. And then the the pajamas, because I always leave my pajamas in the bathroom, mm-hmm. every week I'll go, where are my pajamas? And he said, well, they're for wash because they were covered in boogers. Oh, jeez, <laughs> man. You're disgusting. 
Man, that's yeah. like Does, does Jenna do all the laundry in your house, Mocha? She does. Does she ball your socks and do them matching up or does she just throw all your loose socks in your drawer and um, it makes you do that final step? No, she actually folds them the way I like them. Yeah? Or the way they're folded, yeah. Sure. See, and then folds? I will, like, she'll fold them, like, we'll do the laundry or she'll do the laundry, fold them, mm-hmm. put them in the, in the laundry basket and then I put away my clothes, she puts away hers. Right. She doesn't, like, collectively take all of our clothes and like put them away. Mine oh, magically okay. show up in their drawers. Wow, see. <laughs> Although I get upset because Matthew just folds the socks. I like when they go sort of inside like out. Like a ball. Kind of thing. Yeah. A ball. I yeah. do balls because I, I get dressed in the dark every morning because I don't want to turn mm. the lights on and wake Catherine up. So I just need to be able to reach in and grab it. Right? Uh, okay. Yeah, so I don't no, I do fold that. mine. My undies are at the front, my socks are at the back, and yeah. I do two hands, boom, boom. And then I have to close the closet door before the so cat runs You don't runs lay in. your clothes out the night before? Lay my clothes out the night before. That's what no, I do. No, I actually do that, that too. No, I take my clothes because I don't want to wake Jenna up by going into the closet and yeah. futzing around. Yeah. So I will take my clothes out and put them in the bathroom. Really? Yeah. Oh my God. Before. By the time it's ready for me to go to bed that late, I stumble downstairs and I don't want to do anything. Like I have nothing left drunk? in me. No, because I have no oh. energy. No, because I go to bed too late. <laughs> but that's why if you leave late. your jeans on the floor in the same place every night, all you do is you grab your jeans well, and underwear, throw them back on the couch. Yes, that's what I, that's what I grab my jeans off the floor most days, right? But you know, I, I still got to go to the closet and get undies and, and socks. So um, Felita, I'm sure you've had this conversation with other friends of yours. What are their kind of... Uh, their views on this? What are their thoughts? It depends on if they're the ones that are doing the laundry or not. Yeah. Okay. Uh, most of them will side with me. Yeah. <laughs> My <Right>. friends will. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you yeah, on this but one. Literally, literally last night I was chiseling gum off of the door of the washing machine. Oh, <laughs> no. See, that, that's why I'm telling you, it's, it's, a, it's a family project. It's not an individual event and you need two steps of quality control when doing the laundry. Mm-hmm. The first person who throws it into the hamper really should be doing their absolute best. But you throwing a pair of jeans into the washing machine, you are the last line of defense. You need to do a quick pocket check. Yeah, you Got have it. to. Yeah, otherwise, <laughs> otherwise, if you if you listen, you let gum get past your uh, your eyes, right? Then you're the one that's mm-hmm. got to scrape it off the door. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks, guys. No you're problem. welcome. Thank you for listening in Vancouver. We appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Uh, You're welcome. Okay. It's my pleasure. I, I I love your show. Between Roz and Mocha, who's your favorite? Oh no. Oh man. <laughs> um, I love you both. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've got to say, my favorite is Roz. Oh. I think he's a yeah. I think he's a great storyteller, and some of your one-liners just get me getting myself. Nice. Oh, there you go. I like that. <laughs> I like that a lot. Thanks, girl. You have a great day. You too. All right. Take, take care, care hon. Bye bye. Vincent Solis asks, if Roz, Mocha, and Dammit Mori were sandwiches, what kind of sandwiches would they be? Shut up, Vincent. No, he's naming the sandwiches. If the Roz, the Mocha, and the Mori were sandwiches. Oh, individual sandwiches? That's what he's saying here. Okay, so Mori would just be plain white bread with butter. Yeah. Only on one piece of bread. But explain your work. Because you're just plain and boring. Oh. Mine would be, oh man, because I love veal sandwiches. Mm-hmm. Mine yeah, would just be veal. You'd be, you'd veal, be veal parm. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so good. Yeah. See, I thought I'd be more like whole wheat with Nutella. No. Why would what? you do that though? Because I'm sweet. Says who? But that's like, you just listed two brown things. <laughs> right? No, you're boring. You're, uh, you're boring. I'm and not you, boring. No, but you're boring and you can't cook. So you have to like. Okay, your, how about your, this? Your sandwich would have to reflect you. Can I be, the, tu- what about tuna? It would be, no, 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 no. It, like the Mori sandwich, okay, would have to be like, like white bread, butter, and Pringles. Okay, how about this? 
white bread, yeah. butter, yeah. and a slice of processed cheese. No, white bread, margarine, and a slice of processed cheese. Bingo, that's the Maury. <laughs> <laughs> Maury, do you agree with that assessment? No, or no, not no. at all. What would your sandwich be? I would at least like make it like lox and cream cheese. Lo- You've never once mentioned that at all, though. But I love lox. It's like whenever I go to a funeral, but no, no, it's but funeral it's, it's, it's your personality, though. Like if you could take everything that is It could be you, lox because I'm very fishy. No, it could. And listen. Everything that is you, say your personality, the way you do, th- you ha- you you store boogers in your underpants. That's not boring. Okay, no, but what I'm saying is that it, it, you you are like you're just you're basic in that sense that there's not a lot of um, you're not very. Well, let me use a word that Matthew. You're not very bougie, if you know what I mean. So sure. you're not going to be a lox, but I'm with like a fancy bread. What's an entertaining sandwich? That <laughs> white bread, margarine, and a slice of processed cheese. What would the Ross be? I think it would be on like a, um, it would have to be on some sort of bun because I like a bun. Like a ciabatta? Yeah, something like that. Or or, or French bread, like a French stick cut in oh, half. Like a baguette. Like a baguette, yeah. Okay, yeah, Here, something I, like I, that. I think that I would be, my favorite sandwich is uh, I would do baguette with a little pesto on either side. Roast and then you, beef? And you stick that, no. You stick that in the oven, you toast up the pesto a little bit, you crush some black pepper on it, then some uh, chicken sliced very thinly. Uh, I'd throw some provolone on there, uh, tomato, lettuce, and then a couple strips of bacon. But you have to keep, the, you have to keep it warm because up. you have hot buns. Right, I would. And then you cook it all in the oven and you let that cheese melt down and then you, mm. you sandwich it but up. But how did you get to pick your own sandwich? I didn't pick my own sandwich. You get to pick your own sandwich. But you, I you, didn't. But, but you're, but you're not actually... Sandwich makes sense. But you're not actually doing something something that represents you. But I would have just trying like, to I would have something that sticks in your mouth cuz Ra's always, you know, he's always stuck in your mouth, you know, like he's always there. Huh? You're terrible at this game. No, you're terrible you play at this the game, game however you want to play the no, game. No, no, it's not. No, there's rules to this. That, there's okay, rules. Yes, there's there's rules. You, Maury, like here, what I say, like for you, like I would, when I think about you and food, okay, like if I had to take things that were your interests and your sort of desires and likes in food and put it into a sandwich, I would then start putting things into a sandwich that you would normally hide from your husband because that's how you eat. But you, I never eat white bread. No, but you. You, no, but it's not about that though. You have one meal, like your husband thinks that you eat one way, but really when he's not around, you eat a completely different way. So should my sandwich not be like full of the things I hide, like hot dog? <laughs> right. Yeah. Like, yeah. Hot dog, like, chocolate. Um, what else is he eating here? Pickles. Eggs. No, no, no. What else do you hide? Oh, cheese. Yes. Yeah. Cheese. Gelato. Gelato. Okay, so this is like the best sandwich. See, okay, now we're so, talking. Okay, so a hot dog cheese gelato sandwich. <laughs> so is, is mocha's brown? Is whole wheat with Nutella? No, because mocha. I know mocha. If you said, "Hey, what, what's what's mocha in a sandwich?" I say veal parm. Yeah, because that's go. I know that's his favorite thing in the world. But it's not necessarily what it's your favorite thing. It's what would your personality? I look at mocha and I see veal parm. Mm, thank you. A hundred percent, I see veal parm. What, I look crusty at, on the outside. Uh, yeah. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> Or is a good. bad mood today? Why is it such a bad mood no, today? No, I'm just, man? I'm just, you know, I'm, we're all along? lobbing the ball around. Yeah, we're I don't want to lob it to you because I'm afraid you might pass away. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, 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 let's see here. Six. Write that sandwich down, more because on the next podcast you should probably try it. The gelato we one? Yeah. What okay. was it? Gelato, hot dog, and cheese, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. On white on bread. On white bread. Yeah. <laughs> That's so gross. <laughs> Um, six side Trini. You might love the Maury. 
Six Side Trini asks, yeah. what are y'all most excited for this summer? Besides the good weather, what's something you look forward to every single summer? Like, first, first of all, yeah, go ahead, Six Side Trini. Oh, gosh. Thanks for the question. <laughs> big, yeah, ups, big ups. Um, honestly, this summer is different than all other summers because now that we're getting the dog, oh, right, we've yeah. ordered the backpack that the dog goes in so we can go to the islands right. and go to the beach. Like we ordered a little umbrella for him and stuff. And my hope is that he'll sit still like all the other dogs. An umbrella? Yeah. Where so does, he, does he wear the umbrella? No, no. It goes into the sand and he'll lie underneath it as to not get sunburned. Oh, right. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Because you are going to have the most well-behaved puppy ever. Yeah. Although right? Matthew said he can't go in the water, but, oh. but that's unfortunate. Why not? Because he he thinks the water is polluted, so he doesn't oh. want like a polluted you dog. You think you're going to stop the dog from running in the water? <laughs> oh my God. Like you have. I don't even know, man. You don't know. You don't know. No, I know. Yeah, no. try. Try <laughs> to keep a dog away from water. Can, yeah. I, can I ask you, can you feed a dog ice cream? You can. You can feed a dog. A dog will eat anything. Not chocolate ice cream. I know that. No, a dog will eat anything. Right. Should you feed a dog ice cream is the question. Okay, sorry. Should you feed a dog ice cream? Probably not. Okay. What do you do, Mocha with Tig? Um, you honestly, can. Had, like, you can. A couple of licks here and there, yeah. but like yeah. I'm not putting a bowl of Hagen Dazs in front oh, of them. Can I ask a dog question? Yeah, again. Yeah. Okay. Another one. Okay. Yes. Can you do things at home with your dog watching you do the things? Like, can you have sex in front of your dog? Can yes. you? Like again. not purposely. Like you're not placing oh. Andy at the end of the bed going okay. watch this. Wow. But like, first of all, man, <laughs> that's so weird. It's even even you don't have to qualify things like that, man, because that means that you've thought about stuff like that. Well, we've discussed it at home, and I said no. That like you have to put him in another room, maybe turn the music up so he doesn't hear it, and then close the door. First of all, it's, what like once every couple of years? So what? When this you happens, I, I should ask now and not then, right? Uh, I, I I think that your comfort level is your comfort level. I don't think the dog is going to mind. Now, if it tends to get noisy, dogs tend to bark. <laughs> this is just, listen, you want to have this conversation? You want to have this I conversation. I do, no, I do, but I'm going to giggle. Right, okay, because you're five. Um, <laughs> yeah, totally. Um, no, if, 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 if dogs tend to bark if things get noisy and, and, you know, it looks like you guys are tussling because oftentimes <laughs> with a dog, the dog won't like any sort of aggressive physical contact between its owners, right? right? Like they'll just try and jump in between you and it may not know play fighting from... Um, sex. And right. so you don't want the dog, I don't think, to try and get up in between you guys and yeah. separate whatever is going on. No, because right? then we have to wait another year. But also that dog is going to have to be some kind of fast because he's probably only got like, what, like 15, 20 seconds? <laughs> if that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Six Side Trini, um, back to the question, what are you most excited for this summer? Dan Amore's answer is having sex in front of his new dog. No, right. I was going to the yeah. beach with the dog. Ross? Well, uh, <laughs> what am I most excited for? I, I know you said not the weather. I'm excited for how happy my family is in the summer. Oh, yeah. I will say that because yeah. Catherine and Roxy really come alive uh, in the summer. Catherine is just not a winter person at all. She shuts down. Uh, she just doesn't like it. She does nothing but complain about the winter. Uh, but when the summer happens, she's a different person. And plus, she she's wears like, those white flowing sundresses. Yeah, she wears white flowing sundresses. Mm. And you, when she stands the right way in the sun, you can see right through them. <laughs> and so, so I get a lot of ass cheek in my life. There you, you know go. What I mean? Yeah, sure. it's just stuff like that. I'm a, I'm a real big fan of I'm a real big fan of what summer sort of does to uh, does to my family. Yeah, it really charges I like everybody. Spending up. time outside. Yeah. Um, 
I really, I mean, I still can now in the wintertime barbecue outside mm-hmm. if I wanted to. Uh, but summertime, I love, love, love just grilling and drinking a nice cold beer yeah. on a super hot day. Also getting back into the lawn. Like I just missed doing oh lawn work. Oh my God, yeah. Right? I have so many plans. I have so much stuff lined up. Uh, for this spring and the summer when it comes to the lawn. I have all my liquids in, in a big giant Rubbermaid ready to go. I got new seed on order. I'm Damn. working at a deal with like this other place to try and get me stuff over the border. Like it's just, I got a wow. lot of lawn stuff going on. Damn. A lot of lawn stuff. And I'm just dying to, uh, I, I, I can't wait. Maricel asks, and this is a great question. I'm sure a lot of people have uh, wanted to know this for years. So we have a, a game that we play on the Razamoga show called Pinched, mm-hmm. where we use clothes pegs. And uh, every time you get a wrong answer between Dammit Mori and I, um, the winner gets to take a clothes peg and put it on anywhere on the loser's face, body, really. Mm-hmm. So Marisol asked, do you guys <laughs> use new clothes pins for Pinched, or are they still the same ones that you've used from previous games? And the answer to this has been a bone of contention on this show for a long time, and it's been asked and answered. Um, but the reality is Mocha only just found out, I would say recently, yeah. the truth behind the clothes pegs that we use for Pinched, and that is... No. The answer is no. They're the exact same clothes pegs. <laughs> Mocha and had no I, idea that Maury was taking them and putting them all back in the same bag. I think we played, I think it was on two podcasts ago. You can hear the latest edition of Pinched. And now that I think about it, I'm pretty sure it wasn't that long ago. Maybe in December, I had asked Maury to go out and get new clothes pegs. Yeah. Because these clothes pegs have been like, in and on and around our mouths. And nose. And nose. Ear, ear, like everywhere. Yeah. Like everywhere. Nipples. Nip- <laughs> so, you pretty much had Mo- Maury's nipple in your mouth. Yeah. That's how that works. That's the most right? action Maury's seen <laughs> ever. <laughs> and right? that's funny thing is, I posted a, a photograph from Pinched on Instagram, and that's the same question. Every tons of comments asking the same question. Yeah, so yeah. you're gonna so need the answer to... is the answer is no. It's the same ones. I mean, yeah. but you're gonna have to go and buy a new bag. Oh, I have. They're at, no, I have. They're at home. No, I just, just bring them in. <laughs> bring no, no, no. Honestly, bring them in. We'll start a fresh bag. We'll start fresh, fresh Ooh. for 2020. Okay. Just and McPherson <laughs> asks, does Matthew even know that his name? Is damn it, Matthew? <laughs> of course, Maury's husband, Matthew. Yeah, he knows. Yeah, is he, he's cool with it, right? Is he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ish. Yeah, he likes the way you say it. Oh, that's weird. <laughs> <laughs> does he want Ross to say it in front of the dog? Like he doesn't. Like he doesn't like the way you say it. No, I don't call him damn it, Matthew at home. Oh. He'll hear like you know some the odd clip someone will play around him, and he'll hear you say it, and he's like, oh, oh that's fine. People play around him. Like if he's at work or something, and somebody, somebody might to the play show it. At work yeah, kind and of he thing. gets all embarrassed and has to leave the room. Yeah, I do that too, though. Uh, Billy has a great question. Being in the industry that you're in, in your personal life, do you find yourself enjoying or watching or listening to the same shows and or radio stations or no, because you tend to find yourself finding the faults or defects rather than enjoying it. For example, I used to work in the production field and I can't even enjoy a concert anymore because instead of watching the show, I find myself looking at the lights and hearing all the faults. Mm, I got you. Like, have you ruined it for yourself, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, Jeez. I will say this, like I've never been a real big radio listener. Right. Right. And, and like just never. I've always enjoyed working in radio, 
but I've never been a real big radio listener. And then even with television, like working at ET Canada, like that sort of show, that kind of format of show, I've never been a, like, I've never consumed that sort of show. Sure. Right. I've enjoyed working on it because I like doing interviews and I like the format. And I like that it's slick television, but that sort of thing has never been my thing. I'll, I'll so, catch listening to other radio shows, and if they a radio term is you know walking the post, the post being when the singer starts singing, and sometimes if you're driving home and they'll completely walk over the beginning of somebody singing, and you kind of right. laugh going ha. Ah. But does that even happen though? Yeah, like, on some radio stations, they try and walk, they'll try and talk right up until when the guy starts singing because uh, yeah. you know some radio people they find that like rewarding. Right, I guess. I guess, yeah. I, I, there's a lot of, I think that there's a lot of areas when it comes to radio that a lot of skills that people, you know, sort of had to hone over the years and to be able to do all this stuff really, really well. But I don't know if those are skills that are needed anymore. You right. Know, I don't, I don't know. No, totally not. I don't know if, I don't know, maybe I could be wrong. I could be completely wrong. But I think that there was a lot of, I remember when I used to work with a guy who would, would pride himself and make you, and I'm not saying this goofing on the guy, I'm saying this because he was pompous about it, <laughs> um, about the way that he would do uh, uh, traffic reports okay. and the nicknames that he had for all the highways kind of thing, oh, right? Really? Okay. Yeah, and then if he heard somebody else refer to one of the highways in the same way that he did, he would go and talk to them and be like, that's my thing. Oh, but, right? really? But, yeah, but some yeah. of the highways have... In Toronto, some of the highways or, have or, or nicknames. Whatever, or whatever term that is. He had his own way of saying fender benders or tra whatever it yeah, was with, yeah. his, with his traffic. But if he heard somebody else doing that, he would like get pissy about it because you're stealing my thing. Oh, wow. Right? And I always found that to be really weird. You know, huh. I'm, like, I'm like, that's just so, it's so tacky to just like think that you sort of own that. And he had his whole life and identity wrapped up in the way that he used to do traffic. And, uh, and it used to, it was fascinating to me. It was fascinating to me, but I don't know if those types of skills anymore are the things that people look for when they're trying to build I think a it show. depends on the format though. I mean, there are some older, I guess, classical rock stations or something where they, they still do those old school way yeah, of things. But even they need to change. Even mm -hmm. they need to change all that sort of, if you're not, if you're not moving forward in any sort of industry, you know, you're dying. And I, I, I worry that there's not enough people in this industry that are moving forward fast enough. Robin Vance has a question specifically for you, Ross. Mm. Now that your daughter, Roxy, who's 10, listens mm -hmm. to the show, do you say or do anything different? And then for me says, hey, when Cruz starts to listen, how will Mocha feel? And what would happen if, damn it, Matthew listened to all the podcasts? Oof. First of all, that's never going to happen. That can't ever happen. Which, no, I, I tell Matthew that you have to pay for the podcast yeah. so that he doesn't listen. Good. Oh, wow. Damn. <laughs> Good. Um, lies on lies. I used to, when Roxy was younger, she was a much bigger part of the show because I would record stuff with her and we'd yeah. have fun and we played on the radio. Um, I rarely, I will mention Rox just in sort of passing, but I no longer kind of tell those stories yeah. anymore because I don't, she doesn't enjoy it. Um, and it's embarrassing when she sort of goes to school. She doesn't like the attention yeah, at all. And I am fully fine with that. And I respect that. She used to love it. Yeah. Right? She used to think it was real fun coming on the show and, and all that stuff. And then there was a moment where we were doing something not that long ago. And I told, I told a story on the, I told a story on the radio and I got home and I got home that night and she had said that she was upset 
and she had said to me that that thing that happened between us over the weekend was private. And I felt like I betrayed her. Yeah. Like completely, I felt like I betrayed her. So now if there is ever sort of mention, like when she came in and did jokes with Maury and all that stuff, that's all set up ahead of time. Yeah. Right. And, um, and, and so no, I don't talk about her that much anymore. I don't tell those stories anymore. So I do a quick twist on that. Cause Robin also asks going, you know, when you do go home and Catherine or Roxy say, how was your day? Yeah. Do you have to, cause now that they listen, how do you explain things like bouncing a quarter off Maury's ass? I don't. I don't. It never comes up. It's only okay. it's it's we don't get into the details of a day. Yeah. They would love it if I got into details, but they know I'm just never gonna talk about the details of a day. They love those two will sit there and talk about their day like from beginning to end. And then and then and then and then <laughs> and then I get home and they're like, Tell us everything about your day. How was your day? And I'm like, It was fine. <laughs> and then that's it. And that's it. Yeah. Yeah. And then they get uh, mad at me. Why don't you want to say? Why don't you just say like make something up then? Yeah. I'm like I'm not gonna make something up then. I just the don't police came talk in, about it. raided the place. Yeah, Mocha got arrested. Yeah. <laughs> um, so what uh, about what about you, Mocha? Like, are you? I mean, he Cruz, he's still super young. Yeah, right? like he's, he's he'll still, be three at the end yeah, of April, yeah, yeah. so he doesn't know yet. The one thing that happens constantly in our house. So they'll listen on the drive to school when Jenna takes him to school. Yeah. And so the one thing he always says, he says, daddy acts silly on the radio. Right. He knows that. Our recent commercial where we're wearing the gold suits, mm-hmm. the TV commercial mm-hmm. and all the ads on the uh, on, on transit, he's seen the commercial and I have that suit in my closet, right. in our closet. And he will, on the weekends, because that's when I'm awake when he's awake, We'll go to the closet, grab the suit jacket, and I have to wear it. Right. So he says, Daddy, put this on. Put your costume on. Daddy acts silly on the radio. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, so I have to wear the jacket yeah. on Saturday and Sunday mornings for a little bit. Nothing wrong with that. So on it's, Saturday... It's, by the way, those jackets are the most uncomfortable things. You, it, it's like wearing a carpet. Like yeah. you can't bend in it. Saturday, we were. I was taking him to get his hair cut. And Saturday, he made me put the jacket on. Oh, snap. Right? Yeah. And I was like walking around the house and we were getting everything ready. Yeah. And in my mind, I'm like, crap, I'm going to have to wear this jacket like in the car, yeah. go to the barber shop. You can't drive in that jacket. I can't, you can't at all. You can't your arms in that jacket. So I was like, but I don't want to upset him. Right. I have to commit, right? Yeah. So before we left, thank God. And maybe he was like, oh my God, my dad looks so stupid and this is so embarrassing. Right. He was like, daddy, take the jacket off. Yeah. I was like, no problem. No problem. <laughs> I just whip the jacket off right away. Wait till you see what we're wearing in the next commercial. <laughs> oh, come on, man. <laughs> like unitards and no. stuff like that. Yeah. Also gold, though. Don't worry about it. <laughs> but, uh, but, and you, uh, you won't know how he responds. No, you know? not yet. At the age that he is right now, like you're just, you know, you act silly and, and you're, you know, and he just, he thinks everybody's dad's on the radio. Like he just doesn't even know any different. But you won't know until, you know, he, the, the, the sort of first day that you feel that you've overstepped. Yeah. And that's a terrible day. Aww. I'll tell you that. It's an that awful, awful, already. it's an awful day when you feel that you've overshared something that your kid trusted with you that it was going to be private. Yeah. And, uh, and, and yeah, so just, you know, he'll, he'll be, you got a lot of years before you get to that point, you know, and until then you guys can still have fun and goof and all that other stuff. But, uh, but yeah, you just got to watch out. It's really, it's tough, but and he may love it although He may want to be on the radio every day. Like, oh you my don't God. know. <laughs> he may call you every single day. You don't dad, know. Yeah, dad, I got something to say. Oh, I got some. Oh, you'll know. Oh, I can. I'm do like, your... sorry, dude. We like ran out of time. Yeah. <laughs>
<laughs> All right, we're going to end on this question from Aaron. Yeah. Fantastic question. House-related questions to that you and your partner might do differently. After washing the dishes, do you put the clean plates on the bottom or top of the stack? When you wash dishes, do you put the soap on the textured side of the sponge or the non-textured side of the sponge? So let's go with the clean dishes first. Okay, yeah. Okay? So break this down for me again. Say it again. So let's say you empty the dishwasher. Okay. There are five plates in the dishwasher. Okay. Clean. Yes. You take them out and you go to stack them back in the cupboard. Okay. Are there plates already in the cupboard the same size that were not used and were not in the dishwasher? Yes. Yes. Are you taking the plates that you just unloaded from the dishwasher and putting them on top of the pre-existing dishes or are you putting them to the bottom? Of course on top. Same. Who, t- who takes the ones and puts them on? Why would you do that? I always take whatever's clean and it goes right on the top. Of course it does. Yeah. I don't even think we've ever used the bottom plate now that I think about it. <laughs> I don't oh, man, that's where bottom plate. I don't think we ever got the stack down that far. <laughs> yeah, we, same thing. Anything that's clean, it just goes yeah. on top of the rest. We have a mug there. We have a mug problem in our house, man. Oh my God, so do we. Oh, we got rid of so many mugs, dude. I can't, because Catherine started doing pottery, so she's making mugs now. Oh, <gasps> Right. Oh, yeah. And so no, and, then, and then Roxy does pottery. So we have all these little tiny dishes oh, no. and all these uh mugs that Catherine's made and she makes big mugs. Cause like when she has a tea, she likes to put like, I don't even know, like half a liter of water in a tea. So she's oh made these God. teacups that are <laughs> too that, much. Yeah, I know, that are giant, right? She has giant teacups, these big, fat, thick, heavy bottom teacups. So what about like, like regular mugs. mugs that you have, like coffee there's, cups or whatever? They're still there too. Why don't you just get rid of those and just I use do. the pottery I, I ones? I purge all the time because you oh. still need others. Like, like, cause then we would only have like four mugs because our oh, mugs right. are so huge. Right. And they're beautiful and I love them, but we just have a mug problem because my thing was we, cause we don't have a lot of storage space in my kitchen actually yeah. in one two door cupboard. We have all our plates and bowls and then all our glasses and then all our mugs on a, on a high shelf. Okay, and yeah. I liked it separated like that. But as soon as Catherine started doing pottery, the mugs started to infiltrate the second shelf. Which oh, was which was just dishes. for glasses, mm. right? And I don't like that. Like I like the mugs to be on the top shelf. And everything then, has its place. Thank you. Yeah, every thank everything you. they should just stay in their own neighborhood. Thank, thank you. I'm no. I know. Listen, I don't want to talk <laughs> segregation or anything yeah, like know, that, right? I know. But you know what I mean. You got to separate. Right. I, I'm only. <laughs> I'm only comfortable when I uh, open when I when I open the cupboard. I like to see all, everything segregated. Yeah, everything's right? with its own kind. Everything is with its own kind. Okay, the <laughs> mugs. The mugs don't get to come down and live <laughs> on the same shelf. Yeah, oh, Chef just got up and left. <laughs> Shaking left his room. head. <laughs> Sorry. But right, like, everything just to be clear, we're talking about dishes here. Yes, everything <laughs> should live with its own kind. You're okay. very right about that. And now what I have is I have mugs living with glasses, oh. right? And the, the, it doesn't work for how, me. How dare they? It, it doesn't, doesn't work. look right. And let me tell you something. The mugs take up way more space than they've earned. <laughs> <laughs> they haven't done enough to contribute. They haven't done enough. <laughs> <laughs> but that's how I feel comfortable with my glassware. Anyway. Okay, and the second part of this question I is, didn't understand this. Yeah, go ahead. So you have your sponge for washing di- dishes, right? Your sponge, I don't know if you guys have these sponges, but where it's like spongy on one side and then the other side is a little bit more coarse. Oh, the green part on mm-hmm. it, right? Oh, I don't use those. Okay, so we stopped using those because apparently the bacteria problem. Mm. I, do we have those? Yeah, we have those. You do, huh? Yeah, but I always put 
the soap on the spongy side. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. I, I think wash. I would do that too. Yeah. Uh, we just use, I have two of those brushes where it's just like a plastic brush with the bristles on the end of it. Yes. That's what I use. Okay. Right? And then I use it three times, throw it in the dishwasher. And then it comes out perfectly clean. Perfect. Yeah. Right? That's like really all I use. But those sponges, see, we can't be trusted with those sponges because right. every now and then um, uh, the woman, Colleen, who comes over and uh, and does our house, um, she'll have those sponges because she just does everything so perfectly, right? Yeah. And she'll leave one of those sponges there at the end of the day. And then by the end of the week, we don't have the discipline to take care of one of those sponges because the sponge will just fall in the sink. And then Roxy will eat her cereal and then dump the rest of her milk in the sink. And Catherine will make sweet potatoes and she'll mash it and then she'll rinse the bowl in the sink. And by the end of the week, that sponge is soaked full of just gross. milk, Blech. pasta sauce, um, watered down uh, zucchini, like all of that. And yeah. then somebody has to pick it up and rinse it out and squish Ugh. it. So I just throw it right in the garbage yeah, gross. at that point, Disgusting. right? It's, it's gray, right? Oh. Yeah. That's so gross. Um, yeah, I did. Oh my God. I mean, I was cleaning up the, the fridge yesterday because I love throwing stuff away. So I was cleaning up the fridge and I made the mistake of, uh, I, I had a carton of buttermilk in there. Okay. And in my head, I was like, when did I buy this buttermilk? Because I only buy it when I'm doing like fried chicken or chicken fingers or something like that for rocks. Didn't it have an expiry I, date on it? I, I didn't look. Okay. But I was just, I knew, I knew it had expired. Yeah. Um, and so it was in the back of the fridge and I opened it up and I knew buttermilk's a little bit thicker. Eh. And so what I did was I was about to pour it out and I thought that was the wrong decision was to just pour it out straight from the container. But what I did was I made an even bigger mistake, which I ran the hot water and then opened the spout on the buttermilk and tried to dilute it all with the hot water. And when I opened it the first time, it was nice and cold and you couldn't smell anything. But as soon as I added almost boiling water to an already spoiled container of buttermilk, yeah. when that came shooting up out of the top and that smell hit me in the face, oh. I almost I almost threw up on that little tiny gross sponge that was already in there. <laughs> but yeah, I made that mistake. And because no, what I'll do is if I have something in the fridge, like if we go away for a weekend and I leave something in the fridge that gets rotten, Yeah, uh, my thing is that I don't throw it out immediately. I'll always take it and throw it in the freezer for a couple hours and freeze it before I open the package because I'm like, I'm not dealing with that smell and that grossness. So I'll throw it in the freezer, freeze it, then open the package and get rid of the meat or whatever it is and then get rid of the packaging separately. I'll freeze it to get rid of the uh, the smell and the gross. Damn, Maury. Oh, I just we our sponge is the same all around. So it, oh, okay, so it doesn't matter. Is, yeah, it doesn't matter. All right, and there I don't you go. Do the dishes. You don't do the dishes. <laughs> no, you don't do, so I don't know what's man, in there. What have we done this podcast? Maury doesn't do laundry. You don't do the dishes. You don't put your clothes away. Yeah. You don't. You don't have sex with your husband. <laughs> <laughs> You're just there, a lump just on the couch. <laughs> Every week you'll oh, see on more, Instagram. What, what, Can we have time for one more quick one? Yeah, quickly. I love this question here. If Roz was gay and single. <laughs> Every week on Instagram, you'll see uh, Ask Roz Amoka. That's where you ask your question, and we'll answer one it on a future day. episode one of day, the podcast. Morty. Except for that question. <laughs> one day. Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Powered by Air Transat. Catch the guys live. Weekday mornings from 6 to 10. On KISS 92.5. KISS 92.5.com. Or download the KISS 92.5 app.